Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. Tonight is Friday. It's Friday, August the third, two thousand and twelve. Representing for 
KXRW, Gina's Community Connection Internet Radio Station, brought to you in Long Beach, California. It is now 10.04 in the p.m. We're going to be talking about some uh, financials. How can we build our our community's finances? Uh, how how can we increase our capital? Uh, there are a lot of uh, small business organizations who don't charge any fees for us to have seminars. They have seminars. They have uh, where they teach you how to do your packets. Uh, actually, Greater LA African Commerce is one of the organizations in which I'm getting familiar with, and they have all kinds of meetings and uh, free um, free. Come on and sit in, ask all the questions you want, and get some real answers. Um, I'm going to keep you up to date with as many events as I can, because most of the events that I have, uh, well, they've befriended me on Facebook pretty much. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I have a lot of assembly people out there and, and people sitting on city council uh, representing out here in Long Beach and in L.A. So with that, uh, we're going to network these all of our resources together. So you guys out there who have good expert knowledge on how you can we can build. It's easy for someone to tell you that you can you can be financially free, but no one's financially free if you don't have a means of keeping it, storing it, sharing it with the community. Uh we had we've had some serious uh shows this past three days. Shout out to Richard and, and uh the folks out there on the riverbed, the families out there. I'm representing for them and also doing a documentary with them, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, they are talking to me. They're working with me. They want to um, We want to make a difference out there. Um, I'll fill you in a little bit more about what they're going to be doing with them out there. They're, they're pretty much uh, uh, bulldozing, bulldozing their, their, their homes or tents. And, uh, tent City is what they uh, <laughs> call it out there. Uh, there's one in Los Angeles, but I, I think how this one here in Long Beach is Tin City. Uh, most of the people and individuals that live in there are very nice people. They are very respectable, very grateful, and they're willing to do whatever it takes to help me to get them in a better place. Uh, sometimes people say that, oh, well, they don't want any better. But the people I'm going to be bringing to you, not just in the documentary, because I had, I'm going to have them come sit in. They're out there right now <laughs> with their cell phones listening as well. Shout out there to you guys. Uh, they're going to be calling in, sharing their their knowledge, the things that happened to them, um, what's going on with them with the police. Uh, you'd be surprised uh, uh, the treatment in which that they get. And uh, because we serve them, uh, Cherokee's crew, and well, me now, solo pretty much, uh, I get out there with Cherokee as much as I can. Shout out there to Cherokee too for teaching me all the things that he taught me, taught us all. That that encouraged me to be a better, as opposed to just looking at it that I came from that, but I can make a better, a better way for them as well for all of us. We talk a lot about community. We talk a lot about unity. Um, there's been some heated conversations out here, and like I had to let everybody know, there's. No hate, there's no anger, there's no misfeelings, no misdeeds towards any race or anybody. If I told you once, I'll tell you twice. If you live within the same area I live in, or just say district, because they separate cities into districts, district one through whatever. 
and say if you're in District 5 and I'm in District 5, it doesn't matter if you pay 2000 a month or if I pay 500 a month, we're still neighbors. If we have children growing up together, if our children go to school together, say I have a 9-year-old, you have a 10-year-old. Nine times out of ten, they're going to know each other, depending on if they go to private or public school. So if, if in fact, our children can go to school together and get to know each other, um, or when you walk out your house and you see your neighbors, do you speak? Do you say hello? Get to know your neighbors? Or do you, you don't have to necessarily take over a big pie, but you know, get to know your neighbors. Get to know what's going on with your neighbors. If we all work together, we can do. we cannot do too much with one person. It takes more than one to build a village, and it takes a whole lot to tear down a village as well. But we're trying to build. There's a lot of tearing down going on all over the country. Uh, there's all kinds of issues that I'm be- I've been bringing to you guys. These issues really, really bother me a great deal that this kind of thing, this, these kind of behaviors are happening in this day and time. It makes you wonder that all the people that went ahead of you and fought for you and we're talking about even as far as back as the woman's the woman's uh, right and children's right, labor laws, uh, the uh, prohibition. As far as back there, all all those people that were fighting back there was for we for us to have what we have today. Uh, not saying that you know the prohibition was uh, that was a good idea uh, that something good came out of that because that's another argument that we're having. You know, when you look at addiction, you say. You know, well, drugs opposed to alcohol, opposed to cigarettes, or you know, whatever our vices are, you know, uh, there's it's deadly as far as alcohol is free. It's it's the most deadliest. I was talking to someone the other day, and they were very shocked to know that a person can go cold turkey drinking it. Well, as far as drugs, you can go cold turkey with drugs, and you might, you know, you might have a little withdrawal afterwards, but alcohol after so many periods of years it it's it's really bad. It can kill you if you stop. So that's you know, these are the issues uh that from back in the day where people were fighting that, you know, they didn't get solved. They, they no one really solved it. They legalized it. You know, they legalized it and it's been going on along with cigarettes. Uh I pose that question to a lot of my uh, guests out here. It's like how is it that these companies are able to do this? And uh, I was at the city meeting what, not but a month ago, and they were trying to shut down the cannabis collectives. And being that uh, they're sh- shutting down can- cannabis collectives after, after the fact, uh, after the fact of uh, them guaranteeing it and you know opening them up, then you take it back. Uh, we've had some callers out here who definitely say. The only way we're going to be able to do something about this community issue that we're having is that we take care of our problems. Now, I'm going to be having some of these uh, people running, some of these gentlemen and ladies who I've met and touched, and I'm setting up appointments with them as quick as I can before November. Uh, I'm going to be having them in and sitting down with me and talking to me, and I want you guys to call in. I want you to give them the questions that you need to know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to advise you guys tonight, because we are talking about financial, financial, what's considered financial wellness. Shout out to the Candace. She was out on Facebook. She's a nice young lady that I befriended out on Facebook, and I believe she's friends with some of my other friends. And I asked her if she, if there's something that she wants to talk about, and she said her thing is financial wellness. And because we have Jay out there, and Jay is like a book of. He's like a book of wealth, of 
of knowledge, and he knows a lot of things, and he and he's always about community. Mostly everybody that I touch or in my circle are about building, are about helping each other, lift up, lifting up each other. Um, no, we don't have any black towns like they say, and no, well, they have Koreatown, they have Chinatown, they have all these towns, and uh, it was a point that... Uh, Someone made out, I can't remember if it was yesterday, last night, or the day before that, that, uh, well, you know, when people come over here, these are volunteer immigrants to come over here, you know, voluntarily, you know, to get away from their country and to be free and to find better living and to find better life. And when they leave, they come over here and they, they build. Well, we're sitting right here, and, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody who's building. I'm trying to build. Uh, I'll say to anybody out there, as, as far as when we go, as far as the other side of the world, if you have one person in your in your city, within your state, in each city, say every city had one person like me who bought their own equipment and started their own radio show, then we all be networking right now. There are a lot of people out here on Blog Talk that has that have their their radio shows and uh, there's some serious conversations on there. I like to reach out to to you guys as well. I know some of you guys listen to my recorded uh, shows. Some of you guys are out there listening that I can't, I can't visibly see you, uh, and that's because they register as listeners. Uh, that's one thing for you guys as well to know. You, you guys can go out to Blog Talk, register to be a listener, and there's some there's some little benefits for you. But with that, then you can archive and you can listen to live. Or um, you you guys go ahead and do it and give me the feedback. On it, you know, pretty much I'm already in the system because I'm inside the studio, inside the computer. So, with that, uh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send up my, like I do every every show, send out the biggest shout, bigger than anybody's, the man who makes everything possible for me today. Send a shout out to him. So we're gonna go ahead and acknowledge him, and then from that, I'm gonna go ahead and play something, uh, something that's pretty upbeat. Let's get. Let's get motivated. Let's get motivated to talk about how is it. Can I keep a dollar in my hand? <laughs> Can I keep two dollars? You know, must our, must my dollars fly out of my hand as fast as I get it? Well, that happens. And definitely you guys that know me know it happens there all the time. Uh, how can we invest or save our monies? Now, I won't say putting it into uh, uh, stocks and bonds. I used to tell my kids to invest in that's the way I was brought up to put your money in 401k and well, right about now all those issues, all those those uh, supposed to be saving monies and uh, uh, planning money planning, those are not really suitable for us in this community who work uh, who are considered poor. Uh, there are isn't I don't see middle class anymore. Uh, I was upper middle class growing up, but I don't see that anymore. There's no there's no middle class at all. Either you have a lot of money or either you have little money. It's only two classes. And with that, you know, if if we can get together and work together, then we could grow some things. We were talking about some of the uh, um, entertainment industries that were owned by black Motown, for instance, uh, BET. These companies were started, you know, BET was in the 80s, Motown in the, what, 50s or 60s. Uh, these, those kind of organizations, say if they were to uh, work with their, you know, their black people in their communities. Say if uh, Motown City in the middle of Detroit uh, opened up a 
well, a stock for every for all the neighbors to put money into, you know, into that to keep it going. I mean, those kind of organizations should be able to generate enough money that we can all work with. Yeah, we don't own anything because it's hard to own anything. And when you start off at the bottom, you know, it's a crawl all the way up. It's a crawl to get to the top. And some of us have got to the top, and they're not really looking back. And you got to understand, they look at it that they put hard work. Are you ready to put in hard work? I mean, I sit here and I run this show. I, 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 I'm I very excited about it. I, I love that people are here supporting me. I love that people want to change. I love that people have so much good information. And I love that we're all students. I'm not a teacher. I'm a student. You all are students, and we're all learning together. So representing here on KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, this is Gina, Gina's Groove Theory. We're going to check in with the time. I'm going to send up that shout to the big G, and then we'll continue with the uh, song uh, to uplift us. And then when we get back, you guys better be ready to talk about some serious money making. So hold on. Here we go. California. I'm going to send a shout out here for you guys out there with those big old eagles. You know who you are, okay? This is for you. <laughs> I got a big ego. <laughs> oh, such a big ego. Uh-uh-uh. I got a big <laughs> ego. She love my big. <laughs> Ego, so stroke my big <laughs> ego. I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world. Uh, go play the Earl Cup. Everything I throw up, blow up. Talking to the girl, she said, know what? Grow up. You nasty. I don't understand why they tripping if you ask me. Flow just the nicest. I admit the propane I just spit probably just raise the gas prices. Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me. What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession free and spit refreshingly when I rock the stadium. You probably get sweaty. You should bring an extra tea. Now I'm standing next to J, who's standing next to B. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. That's good for my ego. <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day I played Kobe, or walk up to Puff, and he'd really know me. Coulda let the dream killers kill my self-esteem, or use the arrogance as a steam that powered my dreams and my ego. For real, want you to show me how you feel I consider myself, okay, that's a big deal Why? Well, I 
well You got the key to my heart But you ain't gon' need it I'd rather you open up my body And show me secrets You didn't know what's inside No key for me to lie It's too big It's too wide It's too strong It won't fit It's too much It's too tough He talk like this Cause he can back it up He got a big ego Hi, this is Gina. You're here with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 10.23 in the p.m. representing for Long Beach. Long Beach's internet radio station broadcast from my house. Everybody, everybody who comes on in, they know pretty much it's pretty laid back. We want you to tell your friends to give a call out. Tell the people that you know who work in social services, who work with individuals, counselors, uh, teachers, scholars. As you guys know, I go to Long Beach City, and uh, I have a lot of support. The support that you guys give me, I, I greatly appreciate. And anything that you guys have to bring, if you want to, whatever you want to talk about, anything, you, as long as you're respectful to everybody else, let one another speak. We can all sing together, but we can't talk together. So let's see who's out here and say hello. 
Hello, hi. You're here with Gina from Gina's Group Theory. Who's out there? Hi, Gina. Jay, how are you doing? Hi, Jay. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. Wow. Okay, everybody, that's Jay representing out of New York City. He's 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 kind of sort of my co-host. How are you doing tonight? Oh, co-host. Okay, I'm waiting for my check. I'm going to drive over now. Which check are you waiting for? You say co-host, hey, you know, I'm coming over for the half million dollars. Oh, am I supposed to send that to you, you think? You forgot? Oh, am I supposed man. to send that to you? <laughs> Yeah, man. We're talking for cash, yeah, but it's just messing with you, girl. Well, you know, I mean, the past few shows that we've had, uh, well, last night actually was about love, lust, and lies. Trivia. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay. But we kind of flipped off that and got into uh, Richard out there. <laughs> Richard kind of is something else. Shout out there to Richard, too. He took us to another place because, you know what he says? He says, we need what's belongs to us. Give us what we need, you know. So he's a Vietnam yeah, he's got vet. Valid point. Yes, he does. Um and also too, how do like I say, we can we you are creating a reparations for us. But like you know how I feel about it. It's like, okay, well we get reparations, uh what are we gonna do with it? <laughs> you know, are we gonna give it back to where it came from? And that's the most sad thing. Our 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 dollars don't generate in in uh you know, in the economy like I mean, my I know my dollar doesn't, so I, I don't I don't yours does because you're you know well you're very smart and you know you know how to put the monies where they need to be and and you got a plan you're giving someone else a plan today uh, was it today or yesterday where you were saying how my brother actually shout out there to him too where he's having some financial problems and you're telling him how he can you know function a little bit better, how he can stay abreast of how much money he's spending, how much money he can keep, how much money he can save. So, you know, you're pretty good. You're you're self you're self employed as well. Right? True? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All legit. So not self employed in some ways that could lead to some uh, drama for my mama. <laughs> drama for your mama. <laughs> you're you're funny. But you prefer yeah. you prefer you prefer to be who you are, but you're also too. What's awesome about you is that you take time out to to help others. And like today, you put yourself out on the line too. I, we were kind of back and forth earlier talking about you know people in our lives who pretty much you know it's like wow you know they don't either have time you know it's the friend who doesn't have time it has time to call you and talk to you to death, but then when you call them it's like oh I'm busy can I call you back you know all that extra so we have to change some of that too. I was reading on yeah. Facebook. I was reading on Facebook that somebody uh, liked it, and uh, they put a response that uh, that's a person that does that is not really a friend. Who is that? That's funny. You have a lot of friends out there too. I noticed. Yeah, that was one of uh, uh, my friends on Facebook. Um, I find that sometimes, for different reasons, I'll try and tie this into the theme of finance. Also, um, people are judgmental. So for different reasons, they're going to look down on someone else. Maybe they think they're cuter or they're a bigger celebrity, you know, or they got a fatter booty or whether, <laughs> you know, complexion comes in or, you know, different reasons. And it's it, it sad, you know. It's almost like a drug, meaning um, feeling hype about yourself, like you're all that, you know, whether it's from alcohol or, you know, taking some, some dr- hard drugs. 
um, fame, whatever the case is, sometimes people don't realize that as quickly as it comes, it goes. So that's why I'm always reaching out um, because I know that, you know, it comes and goes, but what doesn't go away is, is good friends and um, family. So a lot of people need to remember that. And I think that finance is something that our community, I would say oppressed communities in general, haven't come to understand enough. But I'm going to quickly say that the, the legal system is set up so that if you run a street scam, you go to jail probably. But the corporations run scams all the time. Certain derivatives that they run on through Wall Street and scammers. Um, then you have uh, money laundering. You know, some brothers start trying to clean up some money from some street sales. They're hitting, knocking off keys down from Columbia up here. They get busted laundering that money. They go to jail. But governments launder money also. Then you have kidnapping. You go out and try and take somebody's son or daughter off the street and call up and say, Yo, I want some chicken. I'm hungry. You're going to go to jail. But governments and private entities also kidnap people, send them down to Gitmo, et cetera, et cetera. Say, what, what you did? And they're like, I didn't do nothing. You shot them a thousand times, and they'll admit that they can sing like Madonna. So the system is really upside down, and the things that the system can do, we can't do. So then it's the thing of navigating that nonsense. Say, okay, we know this is a bunch of bullshit right here. The money don't mean jack. It's just for the paper. Federal Reserve is a privately owned corporation that runs the American banking system. I mean, it's all jive. A scam is a scam, but they don't go to jail. So how do you navigate it? And it means both understanding the street and, I think, understanding their world. Because there are going to be times when you have to understand how to bounce with your people on another level without being bounced into, you know, some drama. Um, so so on the finance end, I would say it's important to know both worlds because if not, they catch you out there. Because the same things that you can do, even if you try and do it legally, go to the bank with all the papers and business plans, et cetera, they just kick your ass out of the bank and someone else will get the cash, like Carver Bank in New York. You know, if you're not really, you know, um, I won't call the names of some of the folks, but they're not going to really check for you. You just um, fought us for them. But with that in mind, we're still dealing with a present system that calls paper money our currency. But currency can be anything. Back in the day, some cultures used shells, quarry shells. Other cultures, there was no kind of nothing. You just do a handshake and it's all good. Okay, you want to do this business deal? Hey, good to go. Shake hands. The way that they control us is they create the money. And then we start knocking each other over the head and working 24 hours over a two-day period for their cash. So it's a very confusing thing. I'm trying to, if I can, switch things. I know it sounds ridiculous, like what I'm going to say, but I'm trying to encourage people to switch the system from the present money system to a system that on the balance sheet also reflects, and I've mentioned this before, uh, homelessness, also reflects the age of the person, also reflects, you know, Good deeds also reflect, you know, how many children you have. Instead of saying, okay, what are your assets? Oh, I got so many stocks. I got so many bonds. I've been dealing in some equities. I've got some useful fund side in there. I've got that, 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 that. I've got some fungibles. No. What do I got? I got five damn kids. That's what I got. What you got on my, you know, we don't have this set up right. So generally accepting accounting principles, GAAP and all that, and economists, it's all structured 
for the same man, system, slave system. So in knowing that, I don't want to sound you know depressed about it, but really it's a frustrating thing. And so when I give advice, I try to first say that out there so people know it's all just really bullshit from Jump Street because ain't nothing worth yeah. nothing besides love and food. I Hello. You got to represent for that. We got another caller out here. Let's say hello, see who it is. Hello, who's out there? This is Gina from Gina's Group Theory. Hey, Hello, Gina. Hey, how are you doing? I'm, how are I'm you? Doing, I'm, 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 I'm feeling the feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a word from some of my people. Uh, they're in, in Pomona. You know what I'm saying? One of my great uncles. You know, just let me know. One of my great other uncles. You know what I'm saying? Lost his wife, you know? But, uh... Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Jay, that's so tough. good, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I knew her for 20 years, you know? She she knew me from a pup, but I want to get back on the page, you know? I want to stay on the page. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I want to drift on this one, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to represent, you know? For, that's right. For everybody that's out there, and you know, yeah. Well, I'm, it's real. Uh, it's real. Been... Try to to here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We get you. No, but yeah. Let's, yes, yes. That's Ty. You know, that's Ty. Yeah, you know, it's been uh, three deaths in the past four uh, weeks, so we have to acknowledge yeah. that Cherokee lost wow. his his cousin. Um, Shelly, I lost uh, uh, Sybil, and and now you've lost. So as you see, everybody, uh, life is not uh, waiting on anybody right now. I mean, life is is what it is. It could be here today and gone tomorrow. So with that, um, we do have to think consciously that um, we don't have a lot of time to do this. Uh, uh, Spoken by uh, Dr. Claude. Anderson on the DVD that you guys have been telling you about, but I can't get it to you. Um, other, if you don't live out here, you, well, Todd seen it, uh, Cherokee seen it, and the kids, my kids seen it, and I tried it. Richard saw some of it, and now it's kind of scratched. I don't know. It, uh, we have, we're having a problem with that, so we're going to have to smooth that out. Um, this DVD brought uh, Dr. Claude Anderson out, and he says that we have probably another good couple of years before. And he said, give or take, maybe another year to that before everything that, uh, everything's going to come crashing down. It's going to come crashing down on, uh, I I would say people of color, but he said black people. He said, because right now we are being supplanted. Uh, And and I see see it. I've seen it. But when you're dealing with mental illness or, you know, paranoid schizophrenic people, yeah, you know. I suffer from paranoid schizophrenia, so when things run through my mind that seem to be out of touch or out of reality, you know, I, I will second-guess myself. But now, after seeing the DVD, I'm like saying, wow. You know, now I understand why there's a, where there says race and there's the non-Hispanic and Hispanic box, which, you know, I didn't know. Uh, it, that really never made sense to me. And I know the past few years, I've been just signing, I, where it says race, I put other. Or I'll put a whole bunch of stuff. It's like, how do you define yourself? And why are you defining me? Why do I have to tell you what all this? You know what I mean? I could just say, I'm I'm Gina. 
or I'm reaching it. I mean, that's all you need to know. What is the point about the race on any applications as it is today? Because it doesn't make a difference. It's not like you're going to, it's not like affirmative action is in place anymore. It's not like, you know, you're going to get an extra sack lunch or anything, you know. It's not like it's going to serve us who live in this country any any good, you know, because we already live here. They're not really giving us anything. And if you go to ask for something and you go to get a small business loan, you know, you have to come with a plan, and that plan, I don't know if any of you guys seen the small business package, but I had. I, I saw it when I was 17 because I did it for my mom. The deal is, and I know it's probably extra, extra stuff now, it takes pretty much, and back then I was more so, my IQ was better then. I, I mean, now I'm, I have to work with you guys. You, know, you guys have to work with me. But back Can then, I, you know, what? Yes, hello? That's the question. Yeah. yeah uh, or, or make a statement. Um, this is Todd. Um, Monty called me. She wanted to know if anybody had made student loans or if they got child support or however the case. But I've seen on Facebook that you, on your website, and I mean, you know, James Groove, you know, uh, the checks that are coming through, you know, if you can give them, give them. Because they're running around, you know. I can't get them right now. But you understand? If I can get it, I would have got it. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about financial aid or direct loan? No, it's 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 a it's a check that they're giving out right now. Stimulus. What, a, ch- a check? A, stimulus. a check. Oh, stimulus. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that's uh, that's something that has something to do with the federal government. Hold on, hold on, you guys. We got one. We got someone out here who wants to say hello. So let's check in. Hold on. Can't leave them out. You know how we do it. Of course. Hello, hi, this is Gina from Gina's Group Theory. Hi, Gina, this is Cherokee. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm blessed and impressed, and I I, I can't complain. Oh, I'm glad to hear my brother Ty speaking, you know. Um, you know, it's kind of strange oh. that Native Americans with blonde hair and blue eyes and all of their children, they get benefit. But, you know, if you look like you may be African-American... It's a whole lot difficult to get your stuff through, to finally get your benefit. And it's history that with especially with the East Man Cherokees that our families and our histories are so tightly entangled, you know. They're 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 very tightly entangled and and there's always been love and the great spirit there. And, uh, you know, it really hurts my heart that, that I have people come to me who may be a little bit darker, that that don't look like uh, the, 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 the John Wayne, Hollywood Indian, that can't get the benefits, that can't get benefits for their children. So it, it really hurts my heart, and I'm, I'm doing all I can now to try. I'm going to try and benefit those people. I'm going to really do the very best I can. And I don't need help because I can't do it alone. You know, I'm, I just don't have that kind of that knowledge, that kind of intelligence. Uh, 
put it together, but that we could pull it together and make these things happen for the people who deserve them. They deserve them all their life. A lot of people live and die, and, and, and they don't get that. They just don't get it. Well, yeah. How are you, well, Cherokee? Oh, that's Jay Cherokee. Ah. He said hi. Hey, Cherokee. Yes. Do you have any comments regarding the freedmen, uh, descendants of slaves that are having problems with some of the Cherokee Nation and keeping their, uh, you know, native rights? Yes. The, the Cherokee Nation are very, they've learned something from the white man, by personal opinion, which is greed, that mm-hmm. they want to keep money for themselves. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't have the Native American culture. The Native American culture is to share with everyone, to share love, to share land, to share anything that we have. And and these people have forgotten that they have just been disconnected with anything in their lives. And a lot of them now coming up new, and they're not getting it from their grandfathers, they're not getting it from their fathers. And if they are, then they're pissing it off because they're they're real chicken shit. That's, That's my personal opinion. Yeah. That, that relates to the topic tonight, too, finance, because without that citizenship, it's going to definitely negatively impact um, descendants of slaves, the freedmen who were, you know, at, in the Cherokee Nation. Absolutely. Like Cherokee Nation, Supreme Court, some stuff going on. Um, it, it's sad, you know, our folks get it left and right. It is, yes, it's not the Native American culture. It's just not, not, and I know this. I'm I'm 65 years old. Trust me, I know what the culture should be. Mm. We've been talking about this a lot, and we've been talking about this about uh, uh, as far as black people. Um, What 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 are we gonna do when we put somebody in place to to run something for us? Okay, we the black people get together and then we we put some one person in charge and what did you guys say and just like Umar Umar Johnson said on the DVD, what is he gonna do? He's gonna be self-serving and he's gonna most likely run off with the chips. He's gonna run off with the money, give us some pesos, and he's gonna be out the door probably. We'll never find him until he's broke. So the deal is, it's happening all over. You know, you're always going to have somebody greedy, somebody who wants more than what someone else has. I mean, uh, you. I mean, you have people out here who, what do they call it? Hate. They hate on you because you have something that they don't have. So, with all this, all this idiot uh, behavior, I mean, the 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 thought in your head that if I make it, I can't pull you with me, or if I make it, I'm better than you. That's bogus. That's why I'm here. That I mean, like I was talking to Richard and them out there on, on the riverbed, and they they realize, you know, they can see me better than anybody can see through me. That other than that, who knows me? They're looking at me, saying, they're telling me good things about me that I don't even see. So, it's it's all in your spirit and what you want, what you're willing to help and what you're willing to do to make a difference. Now, I'm making a difference in my. I'm bringing it because I already know everybody that I touch, and normally. Who I touch, you guys, who you guys touch are good people. So we have we have a small handful of people who want to make a difference and who won't take all the money and run. 
and want to generate it into our community. First and foremost, uh, Jay has, he's been working on a reparation. Now, me and him have been back and forth with this because I say, don't give us reparations right now because we're just going to give it back to the European anyways. And that's, that is really fact. Well, also, with Richard out there, he said we need to take action, stop doing all this talking, and do something about it. Is what he said. Am I right? <laughs> Am I correct? He said, yeah, do something yeah. about it. So how we do this is me, Jay, tell them what, what our plan is. Uh, Jay, we both are working together on this, you guys. On, go ahead, Jay. Let them know what we're doing. Well, the, the, the thing, one is that since you are in California, and unfortunately there's some pending, um, you know, destruction coming to some of the homeless people there, the documentary venture, I'm, I'm trying my best to give some, you know, assistance from this end in terms of, you know, shooting angles and things like that, because if that can be shot properly, uh, it can really help, I think, change not only the situation for people there, but also bring the plight of homelessness to the forefront and, um, you know, make that happen. But on the reparations end for that $6 trillion venture, it's a huge undertaking, and there's going to be, you know, a bigger committee put together. I don't think that necessarily one person is always bad. I think what happens is, like Cherokee was indicating, uh, when we become Europeanized, we tend to become selfish, and we lose that, you know, community, uh, love the land, love the planet uh, thing. Not that all Europeans have that, but their culture seems to breed that. I don't know if it's the um, some genetic uh, defect, but there's something definitely wrong. Uh, and we have some other stuff we talked about, so we got to tie it down before we announce it to the public. So it's all good. Gina will be back. She's right there. Uh, no, I'm right, no. no, I'm right okay. here. No. When I hear that pause, I thought the Republican Party had kidnapped no, people. Uh, you know, I'm making sure. No, sometimes I forget. I forget. See, I have a mic. Okay, you guys know I have a mic, right? A new mic, by the way. Uh, yeah. One, one of three. Uh, the other two are toys, but um, I have a mic that has a that has an on and off, and then I have on oh. the uh, laptop. There's where I can mute it and you know unmute it. Yeah. So sometimes I I go in between the two. Oh, I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I was up pretty late. Well, we were up pretty late, and I mean, trying to come up with uh, you know after the show last night, trying to come up with you know constructive ideas uh, that we can make it that we can cha- make a difference, change. We, we need to help yeah. these people out here. We need to make uh, we need to it, there there's there's people out there who've been living out there 30 years, and I don't know. I don't I don't remember ever meeting um people that these particular people but I guess they're way deep in there and they don't come out that often. They don't think that nobody cares. So we have people living in our city who are homeless and who are hiding basically, who don't want to come out and say anything, don't want to be a part of anything because they don't really feel that nobody cares. So that's why Cherokee is where he is and that's why he and as well as Jackie they started half to be able to be a, a, a hand out, a hand up to them, because you know society can whoop on, society can whoop you real good, and make you feel that okay, you know what, I, I've been whooped, and you can either throw on the towel or you can get up and get fighting. I was saying this is earlier. One thing about me, I've been through a lot with you know with the kids and everything. Most of you guys who know my my story, 
I'm, I, I've had to get up, brush myself off so many times. But then sometimes I did want to give up. So when you're already in a defeatist, what my, what my mother would say, defeatist, I don't know, I haven't heard it in quite a while, but she said if you're already in a defeatist attitude mood, then what are you going to get from that? Defeatist means that, you know, you're just like, you're defeated. You, you know, I mean, you don't have any more fight left. I'm a little tired right now because I really didn't get much sleep, but I'm still pushing. You know, I mean, that's in me because if I stop or if I give up, then what happens? You know, like my brother said to me the other night, he said, well, you need to let cut loose some people. If that's what I have to do, then I have to do that. Because, see, I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to make sure that people who, I don't care for whatever reason, if they need our help, they need our help. Somebody may mention about uh, why, are, uh, why are we sending money over to Africa to feed people over there when we have hungry right here. I hear a lot of, see, I want people to get real with it. Okay, I hear a lot of, well, it makes me take out of jobs, and, you know, like I said before, everybody that I've ever heard say that, and honestly, I'm my right hand, my right hand, everybody that said that the, the, the Spanish are taking out of the jobs, I've never seen them out trying to get a job. Well, yeah, somebody's going to get, somebody's going to take a job if you're not standing in line to get it. I'll get the job if you're not standing in line to get it. Picking strawberries, I'm going to be honest, you know, we're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Not strawberries, no. The case is, there aren't any jobs. And out of the top ten, top ten unemployed, both black cities, three of them are in California. The top ten, three of them are are in California. That was San Francisco and uh, Stockton. And, I mean, hey, it's kind of rough out here. So what are we going to do? I'm going to start by, well... Designing, I'm, I'm going to get this script. I've been working on that as well, Jay, working on that as well, people out there. I hope they're doing good tonight. Tonight's Friday. As I was dropping, come to think about it, it just ran across my mind, as I was dropping uh, a little bit off uh, a little while ago before I came home to do the show, uh, there were police going driving into where they live. So I didn't go in. I, I didn't pull my car. I didn't take Black Diamond all the way in because of the dirt, and then they went in, so I don't know what kind of happen and I don't I don't think they're out here so we're going to go ahead and think about them hope they're okay up in there because they had to walk in there uh, the police were already inside I, we don't know where they went so I think mm. they're they're about looking and I hear the helicopter right now so I'm thinking uh, they, they're, they're really cutting up they're, they're doing they're just pushing people out of the way they're not telling them you can't come back what what I don't get is and I, I probably I can post this why, why why would uh why would the police, you know, why would they push them out of there and then allow them to come back and then push them out again in the next two weeks? There's not Grand Prix. I don't, there's no uh, out of, uh, no no activities or no events coming up. So why why, why play with them? Like, why tell them? Um, and then you bulldoze their, their tents they just got from Pastor Fred, you know, bulldoze them. And then they have to start all over. It's like every two weeks. What is that a power a power thing or Jay? You can you can say what what is that about? Why why are they doing that? I mean, if you're gonna allow them to go back, why even make them leave? Well, if what they're is, arresting people, also I'm not sure, but if they also arrest people, it does help officers in terms of getting promotions. Meaning, you know, the more arrests you do, the better, and also it raises money for the system to get people in the jail system, even if short term. So that's if they're arresting. But the bully tactic is a wonderful tool that imperial forces use, meaning bullying people 
and pushing them around. It keeps them subservient. It keeps them in fear. It keeps them in check. It sends a message. Now, I'm not saying brothers here aren't afraid of the cops. I'm just saying it does kind of, you know, intimidate you seeing all these folks with guns coming up, and then you have an option. You can fight back, or you can just, you know, be a lion but act like a, you know, cat and let them rough you up. It's, it's really an insult. So, so whatever they're doing it for, it's totally insane because based on Constitution and Human Rights Declaration from the United Nations and we could go on with protections, they're not supposed to be doing it. They're homeless people. I mean, that's like stepping on a child that's walking down the street. Like, what are you doing? You should be helping to raise them up, you know, and I hope it doesn't sound like a perfectionist concept, but it makes no sense for, for common sense for the street folks like that. It's ridiculous. Another thing, another point. Don't really want to go off the go off the subject about finances, but I I gotta say this. You, do you know that I found out that, and I'm gonna find out in depth when I go out to interview them because I'm gonna set, I'm setting it up. Just you can you hear that? Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna set I'm gonna set it up like it's a like how we how we went over it, uh, more so of a script. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go to each person and I'm make sure that. I said to don't, don't forget over the air, you know, some things may be uh, yes, other of course. people listening who are not friends of, of the family. <laughs> of course, I'm, I already know it. No, but I'm going to set it up to where, you know, I can, I want to get to know them personally. I mean, I've rolled through there many a times with Cherokee and, you know, you, know, I, you see faces. Sometimes you're not good with faces. I'm going to sit down with each and every individual family member in the family, in the tent, one by one. But what I found out is that the majority of them that are, are, are in that area where I got all, you know, my consent, all of them have on ankle bracelets. Now, oh, wait a minute. Get this, get this. These people all have on ankle bracelets. Some of them, I believe, I don't know what their crimes were, but... They're sent there, and if they go, now get this, when uh, Richard came here, you know, Richard, Richard, I think he has a, a ankle bracelet, but if he goes into a house, if he gets, if he goes inside, they come and arrest him. Wait a minute. So they give you guys bracelets around your ankle to do your time instead of going in jail. It, it's a, you know, because a little bit said she chose to do the time. Represent for a little bit out there because, you know, she thug with it. She She chose to do the, the time. But the other people, they gave them anklets. They're they're out there and they keep they keep violating them. So so say for instance, just like with uh, you know David, you know I mean you know we heard of him before we before we actually met him. But after meeting him and talking to him, I mean I see why. I mean you say you know Ron said why why are people living out here? Why 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 is city of Long Beach allowing people to live like this? Listen, okay, David's case, he he. Had three jobs, was going to college. His parole officer violated him. See, he feels like this. If he goes back, if he doesn't stay down there in that river area, you know, stay still, kind of, you know, just go to his parole officer, don't do anything extra, not too much running to his store or anything. If he stays just where he is, that maybe he can make it all the way through so he can get off parole, right? You know, mm-hmm. but. We, we're going to send a shout out to him. We, we're going to pray for that one. But that's that's what he's hoping. So he has to he has to stay there with that ankle bracelet on, and so is all the rest of them. 
I'll say everything, anchor, and be, I mean, just live there. So that is, is that a, seems like it's more of a, a, a plan. It seems like a serious plan. Not only is 94% of all prison inmates black in the United States, but uh, they're making them prisoners in on the riverbed, on the canal, yeah. you know, where, I mean, come on. And you're telling them if they go inside of a house that they're going to, that you'll, you'll violate them? So wait a minute. What kind of, What is that? Okay, if, if they're not supposed to be homeless, if you're going to push them out, well, where are all these people going to go with these ankle, ankle braces? If they go in the house, then you're going to violate them. So I see why they don't. They can't get a regular job. They can't do anything because if they start a regular job or they start school, they're going to lose it once their parole officer puts them back in jail. And that's what they did to him. And they're doing it to all of them. It's like, I mean, it's so backwards. It's so backwards. I'm saying, but this their, their community down there, I'm, now I'm going to tell you, one thing we can learn from them is that they stick together. Now, I see that with them. They stick together down there. They love each other. It's like their family. You talk to one, you talk to all of them, and they're helpful. I mean, they don't have. They didn't have a problem when he he took those uh, forms out there. They didn't have a problem. Said, you guys gonna sign? She's gonna. They were like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, lined up to sign. I mean, to all of them. So I'm saying, okay. Well, I've been in. I've been in meetings with uh, regular folks who's not homeless or you know not on the street. I've been in regular meetings with people who don't even want to stand up and you know be heard. Don't even want to sign anything. I mean, how many times have you, I mean, been guilty of walking into the grocery store and you have that person standing there saying, can you sign this petition for this? And you keep walking, right? That's what we do. Now, now I feel more encouraged to stop. Not to sign my my information on it. This is Long Beach. Come on. I don't want my identity stolen. But to stop and hear what that person has to say. You hear me? You feel me? Yeah, that's deep. What? Did you hear me? Did you yeah. hear what that person has to say? I don't necessarily have to sign my name away, sign my rights away, but just to listen, mm-hmm. just to, to hear, you know, what is it that you're trying to say, as opposed to walking by. It's like how people walk by homeless people on the street. We need to stop and pay attention. Stop, look, ask, you know, investigate. And then you have a clear understanding. As long as we keep walking over people, walking through people, we're never going to have an idea, a clear idea of what they're going through, or what we're we're going to be doomed to go through. Because realistically, if we don't come up with a hell of an idea real fast, I, I'm a, I'm along with that DVD. We're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree totally. By the way, how many people you have on online right now? Actually, I can't see everybody, but hold on, let's see. I heard some. Hello, Todd, you're out there? Uh, I, I, I say right now, visibly. Yeah, about four or five. Seven. Seven. Okay. Because, because what happens on radio and in general conversations is some people are maybe a bit more laid back. A person like me is, you know, I, I can talk and I'll jump in. So okay. people, if you want to say something, you got to say, yo, Jay, shut the fuck up, man. All right? And jump okay, in. Yeah. And can, yeah. I, <clears throat> people, you know, I, I know we all have different personalities, and, and that's why I'm bringing yes, this up. Yes. Some people are a bit more polite, you know, but on radio, you got to bust mm-hmm. in there, man. You got to say, yo, man. Oh, right, there you go. Yeah, you guys, you guys, your, your, so your voice. Is, something. Yeah, your voice. Go ahead, Cherokee. You know, 
know some good things happening in Long Beach, I believe. I've been out here for years at least. I was homeless in Long Beach for 20 years coming home from Vietnam. The one that ever stood up anything about dual diagnosis, that's the one with the mental illness and chemical abuse problems. You know, that made us good that made us good fighters in Vietnam. The crazier you were, the better the better warrior you were. When you came home, you know, there there's there's nothing, there's no help for you. You they're done with you. Mm-hmm. And you gotta go wherever you gotta go. Now my parents were good people. They tried to love me. They tried to care for me. But they wanted to take me to church on Sunday, and since they couldn't pray my anger, my frustration away, they figured I was possessed by the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to go. I had to live river beds and, and and oil wells. I lived behind rigs and oil wells. I for like I said, at least fifteen years here. I went to Las Vegas. Lived out there for fifteen years as a homeless individual. Mm-hmm. I came back here and and. Uh, my life started to come together a little bit because someone in the VA cared about me enough to tell me there is such a thing as dual diagnosis, that you can have a mental illness and you can have a substance abuse problem, but you can recover. And I've been doing this for 17 years, more than 18 years now. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty powerful. You know, it, it, it's powerful. I, I don't know, a person who's an alcoholic or a drug addict or maybe clean and sober, they might still mm-hmm. fight life for someone who's recovers from mental illness and substance abuse. It's pretty powerful. You've got to try to share that with people that you care. But, you know, I'm not out there beating a the big book with anybody. I'm out there with people who are like me, that they were lost. There's no, they, they lost all hope. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Long Beach, I really see some good police stuff. There's something you call the quality of life. You know, there's people like Booker and McGee, and they're really out there in Lincoln Park where all these homeless people are, and they're really trying to find them a place to live. They really are not just some kind of sober living, but they're really trying to find apartments. So I think sometimes in the riverbeds and the areas where I lived before, you get some criminal activity down there too, you know? So maybe that mm-hmm. needs to be. I, I, I have a difficult time with understanding it, you know, because I'm down there and I see the black and white roll in and, you know, and I, I just see my car parked and I'm talking to people. I see them roll mm-hmm. by. Um, you know, there's, there's drug dealers out there and, and, and people that just won't let another person get help. So I have to try to, like, I don't know the word for it, but it's like there's a, not a compromise, but you got to understand that there's, there's different situations going on, you know? And mm-hmm. that's where I'm at with it. And, and, and um, I really just think I know rookies are out there, and they intimidate people because they think homeless people don't have a voice and they got to throw their authority around, and I've seen that too. But I really mm-hmm. think good police officers here in Long Beach who will bring the homeless mentally ill to us at the at, at the half, the homeless village, the homeless assistance program at the village. Because they know that that cycle of putting people in jail and releasing them again is just, it's a lost cause. You know, there's not enough of them, but I see a few of them, and that's been a, a big change in my life in the last 17, 18 years that I've actually been working now. So I just want to give a shot to people, all people here. They wear a badge, whether they don't. You know, there's this good out there. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I if I sounded as though uh, they're that they're all bad because they're not. Because you know I know oh, yeah, they're good yeah, it's too. it's not all bad. You just your your experience. You know you've been doing this a little while, and I've been doing it a little while longer than you, and and I know that you know, you know. But but the suffering of of the homeless is still devastating. It's still outrageous. It really is. But then, but but with but with but with the, the judicial system, what what? Okay, uh, I don't know which is better for them to go into a transitional tr- transitional living or sober living where there's no sobriety, or if they're gonna be out there on the riverbed. I mean, let's keep it one. I I mean, with I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. I mean, you don't you don't. A person did a crime. Okay, well they can make. Maybe they made the choice, or maybe it's overcrowded, or whatever the case may be. It does, just doesn't make any damn sense. Now, McGee and all those officers who we work with, those quality of life officers, are, you know, I mean, and I mean, they 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 are awesome. We, they're awesome, but the majority of them, it's only a few hands of those though. <laughs> it's only a few true. of them. Very true. It's not a. It's more. It's more beat you down, cops, and tase you with you know with a taser and. Billy Club you than it is them. So, you know I mean, with that, no disrespect to our Long Beach police officers, but yeah, but they will. This is why it was important to give kudos to those who do here, you know? Yeah, you, yes, yeah. They, they do get much quality of love of LAP, LA, L, well, LBPD. You guys are great. McGee, all of you guys out there who work and bring us in people that are in bad shape, all of you guys are great. But I'm 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 talking about the ones who are not so great, the ones who are uh, go, going to be bulldozing them out of there on their soon soon to come soon to come, mm. and then what they go back out there and they bulldoze them again. Well, if they bull, what are they going to do with those ankle bracelets when they get bulldozed out this time? What are they going to do? Are they going to go ahead and violate them, or is they are they going to do that until we get the Grand Prix and then they're going to lock everybody up like they do? You know, with, with 25 lots. Lot, what are lottery tickets and you know all these tickets they keep giving them so they can have a place to go when Grand Prix comes and they can round them up like cattle. But I see a lot of that cattle going on. I mean that's just like me looking at that DVD, seeing how they're cattling those African people there, pushing them out of their homes, going in there stealing their riches, going in there finding mines. Like the guy said, you know don't anybody think well where'd the mines come from? They didn't just pop up. I mean, good common sense would tell you that they just came out of nowhere. Well, no. Somebody was moved off of them. And the people who lived on those mines were moved away, either killed or burned. And that's going on right now. So, with what we got going on here with the uh, Anaheim situation, that's another situation. They're out there in Anaheim. People are hot. They're mad. On Facebook, they were inviting me. Look, I'm not going to any, you know, like I told Jay, Jay said he's more of Jay's more like Malcolm X kind of, and he says sure he's more like a uh, Martin Luther King, and I, I'm more like what uh, Cleopatra Jones or whatever because I'm not I'm not trying to march on uh, Birmingham. I'm not I'm not trying to do no marching, I'm not trying to do no boycotting because you know what? Right about now, like I said, 28 states are uh, been approved to carry concealed weapons. Okay, and those weapons are not for you to carry. And that Zimmerman case out there, who gives a mentally ill person the right to carry a gun? And then be a vigilante. Come on. That's like giving me a gun and saying, go ahead, Gina. 
You run this over yeah, here. You better watch That's, out. Yeah, you better <laughs> you better watch out. But I'm not gonna hurt anybody. But that doesn't make any sense. Because see, by law, legally, we're not supposed to have, if we have extensive mental illness, right, we're not supposed to have guns. They they won't even give you a gun. So that just doesn't make sense. Certain little things like that just don't click. It don't click. And when I go in to get my gun in the weeks to come, I'm going to see if they're going to give me one, <laughs> you know. Or they going to say, oh, you can't have one? Or, or why? Because I have mental illness? What, but you well, they gave me one when I was in Vietnam. In fact, they gave me several of them. Because you were in Vietnam. Yeah. Like what you said, you should have met Richard. You a turkey to meet Richard. Richard, you got to meet Richard. You might know him when you when you see him, but just like he said, you know, pretty much I would feel used. Those two, those two kids called me today. Uh, the two uh, vets out there, uh, Martinez. I hope they're listening. Uh, they he called me. I couldn't touch him back because, um, of course, uh, they have a dog and a cat, and plus she's going to be having a baby. And they've been here. They've been home. Maybe a couple of months or so. I mean, what do they do? Like I said, I called this last night. What are, what are those young, that young, those young two vets, female and male, and the cat and dog? What are they doing outside? They just, they just came home. They're no more than twenty something, twenty one, twenty two years old. They don't look they don't look mentally, you no know, messed up or emotionally messed up because they were able to tell me that if their animals can't go, they'll just stay on out there, <laughs> which that's, that, that, I mean, that's honorable right there. But, you know, I mean, I want to get them help, but they said, hey, if our animals can't go, don't worry about it. But I'll still, it, the young man said, I'll still come in. I'd love to work for you. I said, well, look, I, I don't have any money to pay anybody. He said, that's okay. I'll just work for you just, just because I like to do radio. I'd love to help. Now, see, that, that now, see, he don't know me. But he knows that I had a radio station, and when me and Brian went to El Torito's, and, you know, Brian's not even knowing. I don't think he knew what was up. But I, I, I you know, we're spotters, right, Cherokee? Cherokee genders be spot. We're spotters. I didn't have to see a sign. I didn't have to see anything. I already knew their situation just by driving by them and looking at. Them. And when I walked over, yes, there they were, two vets, young vets, young, just came home. They don't have no. They don't have anything. What What Richard said last night. Was that they they should go and how did he put it go get yours? He said he they need to go and he he brought he brought it down. Maybe if I need to take Richard down there to the marina because they're out there on the marina. This is where not too far from where the uh, massacre at the salon of uh, Montage or whatever. Right there, rich. There's nothing but money out there. So, I mean, so but they're sitting on the island in the shop, sitting there. No no, no nothing. I mean, don't um, aren't they supposed to get some type of pay when they get? I mean, everybody talks that get talk about when you go into service, you can get this and you get your education, you can do this. And okay, if you can get all that, well, why are people? Why are they sitting out there like that? Shouldn't they have gotten out and had a what a T bill or something waiting on them? Yeah, it seems as though a lot of times people are used and promised, um, you know, different things, and then once our system is finished with them, when they come back home from war. They just dump them to the side, especially the minority ones. You know, for example, in uh, the American dollar right now, it'll take five thousand Zimbabwean dollars to make one American dollar. So, to put that in perspective, if we were in Zimbabwe, most of us would be, you know, like in huts and and stuff. Um, so, it's a global plantation, and they take different troops from different areas, and they give us promises ship us off to deal with, you know, some other people, 
like Muhammad Ali was saying, when he went to jail, and then bring us back home and dump us. I mean, it's such an insult. I know, I mean, I can just imagine how infuriated um, veterans must feel knowing that they served, they got aboard with their life, probably hurt some people that, you know, they didn't really want to hurt because it was their job, and they come back home and they're dumped in the garbage. It just shows you how despicable the system is. You're jacked if you do, and you're jacked if you don't, you know. Just like with my son, my son, Cortez. Cortez mentioned to me that he wanted to go into the armed forces, Air Force. I know that's the top ranking. I say to him, no, over my dear butt, simply because he's my one and only son. And also, too, I don't want to sacrifice my child. I'm gonna keep, I mean, just like the president or anybody else want to sacrifice their child to go and fight a war over something that you really don't even know what it's about. And they're mostly, they're just trying to oil. They they represent for some oil. Now, we do represent for oil. But then why is the gas prices so high? Um, from my understanding, we have gas here. We have our own gas. Why is it, why is it $5 per gallon? If we have resources, it, it, it just seems like it's a lot of money being put in people's pockets. It's, it's like somebody's, you know, still in, they got their hand in the cookie jar and they just keep taking us up. Because it's like, if all this is here for that, then why are the people lacking in it? Do yeah. you understand what I mean? I'm here. Don't, I'm forget, here. Don't, don't forget that the gas and the oil and all that is history. Uh, people have made creations that run on water. So if they wanted to, they could pump that, but then it won't empower, you know, all the oil and gas companies and all of the Bush family, et cetera. So it's all, I mean, if you really think about it, the system, it is so corrupt, but we're in it. So now we're trying to say, well, okay, we're in a corrupt system. They got a big global scam going on. How do we get some cheese to feed our people, and how do we change the system, you know? Because so it's, it's, it's really a tragedy. Like that caller said, he said, not, not, don't go to the, and I think he made sense. He said, we, we need to be done with the politicians. But I'm still going to give all the politicians a chance to say what that's on their mind, and I'm going to give I'm giving you guys heads up when when each and every one of them sit in, so you can ask them the questions you want to know. And I don't care what state or city if you got if you have one for me to grill, I'm a griller. I'm 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 grilling you guys. I mean, hey, that's that's what what that's what a radio host would do or a reporter, as opposed to reporting things or leaving things out. Tell tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, so help me, right? So that's what I'm gonna do. I want to know. Yes, and you guys need to know. What did I say about that city hall meeting? For those of us who don't have a nine to five and you know kids and all the extra, because most of us can't. We don't have free time. Uh, I mean, unless you do like Jay and his wife, you know, and you raise your kids, you homeschool them. You know, I mean, well, one parent can stay home and the other one can go or you know that that's working together. So he. They have the they have they have a great con- concept over at his house, so we're gonna implement that too because it does take working together. It's like okay, well the pieces of the puzzle should fit. If I have this piece and you have that piece, everybody has a piece. Everybody put their piece. If one of us doesn't put it down, then the puzzle's not gonna be complete. You understand what I mean? So let's get cracking on the puzzle, people. Get cracking on the puzzle. Cherokee. Yes. Any input on that? Let's let's do a time check and see what time it is. Uh, here. It is now it is now eleven fifteen, so we've been on the air an hour and fifteen minutes. Um 
Representing here in Long Beach is Gina's Groove Theory, your community connection internet radio station. You guys feel like you guys want to grab something, uh, wet your whistles or anything like that? Because I can play a play a, a song while we do that. Well, I kind of missed what you just saying because I went to the refrigerator to get a cold glass of water. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, we'll see. I have the That's... phone with me, but I just couldn't hear everything you were saying. No, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it's, it's like the it's like everybody has a piece of. A, a, we all have pieces. I have a piece. Everybody has one piece to a puzzle. Everybody puts their piece down. If one person doesn't put their piece, they leave one piece out, then the puzzle's not complete. Yeah. So, everybody has to lay it down. So, but then you have some out here who are gonna say, well, you know, I mean, because we all know what it takes, but like, like, I mean, so many. Comedians and in the DVD, of course, some some scholars say that you know we're pretty much as as black people. We're going to talk about us black people. Um, we we the whole world knows we're universally known as we don't get along. We don't get along together. We don't we argue. We fuss. We fight. We kill each other. We're the only race that we're the only race that has been what the number one top death is black on black crime. What is that? So the deal is okay. We're looking at this, these these news flashes and these uh, reports where they're leaving out. That's that's the main thing about the DVD. They show it to you. I mean, if they have this little kid, a little boy, nice little boy, little kid, he's he's talking about such the drive-by shooting, and they totally the the reporter was saying to him like, you know, well, you're gonna have a gun when you grow up, and you know he's he's coaching him into saying something that's bad. But the little boy did say, he said, he said, no, I'm going to buy me a gun. But then they totally cut out the whole part where he had said because he wanted to be a police officer. Now, why would you play that part on the news and then leave out the part that he wanted? Because what, you want to make you want to make the world think that this little boy wants to grow up and get a gun and kill people. Hello. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of that. What did you say? said it's propaganda, negative propaganda, because you could have positive propaganda. Um, it vilifies us. But it would be also good if people, more people uh, went on sites like Facebook and put some comments and, and support also on the blog talk, Gina's, you know, Google theory, because what happens is the more of us showing support, even if you know, it takes a minute, the better, and it helps to empower things. Now, some people may have a tough time getting their internet connection, of course, you know, if you don't have a place to stay, et cetera. But we can work around stuff. It's almost like if somebody is stepping on your neck, you know, it's tough. I know people are hearing, like, yeah, well, you don't know what's up, man. We're talking all that slack. But, you know, here in New York, we got stuff going on, too, you know. Um, so we got to support each other. And um, it's a black emergency. Yeah, I think I think it's not like I tell people like I've been saying it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing, it's a, it's a poor thing. If you have to if you have to if you have to go paycheck to paycheck, if you short on gas, if your hand on your on your gas hand is near empty, and you don't know what are you gonna do, then you're you fit in that class. If you can't afford to pay, or if you don't have anything to eat right now. You know, thank God I do right right this second. Things are tight for everybody. If you don't have anything to eat, we're talking about you. If you if you if you're wearing the same clothes every day because you don't have any other clothes, then we're talking about you. Okay. If you're struggling, 
If you can't get here, you can't do that, you can't take care of your, your house, you can't pay your bills, we're talking about you. We're not talking about the people who can just frivolously throw money away. Oh, pay that, pay this. We're talking about the ones who have two stuff. The ones who are living paycheck to paycheck, who are scraping by, saving coins like I do. You know, we're talking about you. Not to say it's a complaint thing. I mean, some people say, well, you, you know, you don't want to work, you don't want to do this, you don't do it. Hey, you know what? The people who have the money, and I'm talking about these people who have had all this long money, they have never worked. You realize, you know, it always wondered on me how some people, you see people out and about in the middle of the day, simply because at the time I wasn't working. But the deal is you see them shopping all day. That's because they, they never have to work. So, I mean, you have European people who have been living out the fat of the land and off the sweat of someone else's back for years. For years. Mm-hmm. This country was built on free labor. And don't let me let me tell you once, I'll tell you twice. <laughs> free labor. Do you know how how expensive free labor, the, the word free labor, it doesn't seem like much here. You know, you say free labor. Free labor is the best thing going when you start a business. So if your business is what, slavery or whatever, you know, <laughs> barbershop, slavery. I mean, if, if, that's your, if that's your business, then free labor helps you. You're ahead of the game. When people say about the overhead, when you start a business, you have to worry about the overhead. That means you have to think about how much your rental space is going to be. You have to think about how much the bills are going to be per month. Think about how electricity. Uh, you have to factor all that in, how much gas, how much travel time, all of that. Okay, you got to figure all that in. That's overhead. And that's what keeps you from getting a, a good head start. That's why you can't. Most businesses, the first year, don't they don't start they don't start to show any progress until like maybe in the third to fifth year, right, Jay? I mean, because that first that, those first years are hard. How, the ones that saying? make it, yeah. Say the that again. That I, mean, I said the ones, ones that, make that make it. Yeah, most most don't you know make it beyond a few years. But what Europeans did was they got free land and free labor. The Native Indian wow. tribes, they stole the free land from them. Then they said, okay, now we need some labor. Tried the Irish. The Irish couldn't hang, even though they're tough people. And they brought us in to do it. And where do they get the resources, usually, from Caribbean, Central America, South America, you know, uh, Asia, Africa? So they got a perfect thing going on, Europeans. What it is now, it's time for us to get it back. And what can really hold us back is depression and mental illness. Meaning, oh, you yeah. can just get so tired being tired. It's just like, you get it. Um, things are not going to get better. And once that happens, then other things come into play that could be substance abuse, et cetera. So the, the talking part is very important, people getting off their chest with what they're feeling, but also hearing that there are other people in different states calling in to say, yo, you know, hope you all are staying strong and be trying to do our best over on our side. Just don't give up. Once the mind is gone, the war is over. Once the mind is gone, it's over. you got to keep your mind strong. You know what I mean? I mean, warriors back in Vietnam, et cetera, strong. Brothers that never went to war, but been in the hood living all their life, hustling, strong. But once that mind is gone, we've lost it. Well, not, not even just that, though. Um, just the whole, once you, it's a spirit thing, spiritual thing, too. Once your spirit has been stepped on. So I, I can just so sit back and think of how I used to feel when I was going through it, when I didn't, you know, when things were tough and, you know, I was struggling. I can sit back and think. It's like, wow, once your spirit is down, and when you get so low, get so low where you just say, well, I just give up. You know, it's so easy to do that. And I remember it was one day that I did do that. 
And I was just about to just just gonna just end it all, you know, take you know kids and everybody. And, but then here I am today, right, doing what I'm doing today. I'm I'm glad I didn't because I had it was something in me, and then it was you know the Cherokee and Jackie and everybody around me telling me you're gonna be all right, you know, just keep fighting, just keep fighting. And that's what we got to do. We got to keep telling people, keep fighting, stay yeah. in the battle, stay in the battle, stay in the battle until the battle was won. Keep yeah. your head up, keep your yeah. head up. Educate yourself. Educate yeah. me. Educate. Let's educate each other about what we can do, how we can yeah. do, what are Definitely. our options, what are our mm-hmm. options. What blows to do, when to swing. It's like a boxing match and the coach. Now, the coach isn't getting punched in his head. You're getting punched in your head. So, you know, I know how some people could feel, and I got stuff going on in New York I don't even talk about because you all got enough drama. I got a ton of shit going on, you know. But you're in your own battle, and you got coaches and other people saying, yo, man, here's how you do this to get the legal aid. Yo, here's how you do this. Once you give in, there is no help. There's no hope. But once you keep jabbing, say, you know what? I'm going to keep jabbing. Let me go back in. Round five. They're like, wow, sit your ass down. It's like, damn, what do we do now? No, 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 keep on, keep on. You know, do the alley shuffle, rope a go back in, plow, plow. Oh, man, low blow. But you don't give up. When I did my first movie, oh, man, they kicked my ass left and right. And that's just pulling out. All kinds of, you know, left and right. Oh, you crazy. How you going to do that movie? Nigga, please. You crazy. Da, da, da. Got it done. Don't that give is, up. That That's what it is. They're going to have you on your neck, pulling your balls out. Yeah. You don't give yeah. up. I mean, that's what a lot of church is about and religion and spirituality and motivational speaking. Once you can get a person motivated, they will rise from the dust every time you kick them down. Boom, come back up. Boom, come back up. And you get stronger. But if you don't, what happens is the mind gets weaker, and once the mind is gone, like I said earlier, it's over. You can have the biggest car, the biggest house, bodyguard. I mean, I know a brother, he has the pool, and he has a huge mansion, da, 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 but his mind is gone. Why? Because he had the money, et cetera, and the fame, but he didn't have the mind together, and the system saw him, and they just ate him up. Now he's a in so much drama, you know? So, of course, it's easier to have the money and keep your mind together. I'm not saying, you know, that's... That's that's like a piece of cake, but just keep keep positive. Then okay, I know my people are royal. My people are kings and queens. Man, okay, when they roll in, wow, all right, I'm back, I'm back. Reading, researching, you know, eating right, meditating, doing breathing exercises. Everybody should be doing breathing exercises in the morning. Breathe in as much as you can. Hold it for four or so seconds, and then breathe out as much as you can. Do that four or five times. I mean. Never give up. You could be in the middle of, you know, nowhere and do that. Don't give up, people. And I and I can I can attribute to that 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 does work. When I get upset, I breathe in and I breathe out. Now I don't know how to meditate, which I told you that before, right? I'm not good at the med because it's kind of a I can't now I can multitask, but the meditation a whole idea, I kinda of have a hard time like what my attention span I think. 'Cause you you know you know how I'm just always doing something. I can't do that, but but when I get angry, and this is you know because I I weigh myself off my own, off my medication, and that's another thing you know. See, with taking medication, well, we were in class. Me and Cherokee, when I first went to Long Beach, we went to class together. We had two teachers together, and uh, the teacher was speaking about psychotic drugs, and she was Miss Miss Pelly. We ended up me me and her are cool. I mean, I I understood. 
her point where she was saying, well, you know, medication, she was kind of downing it in the sense like saying, you know, that you shouldn't take medication. Uh, and, and it kind of pissed, it pissed Cherokee off. He ain't got a little pissed. But then this is what I did. See, sometimes when people say things, I mean, what she was saying was a valid, valid, you know, it was a valid statement. But the classroom, which are classroom full of people our age, like, I mean, you know, it was a few, it was a few teeny boppers, but majority were older people. And they were like, you know, they were they were living on each word that came out of her mouth. She was like, well, a psychotic man, they do this, they do that. You know, you have that effect of that and this and that. And she was saying, in other words, you know, you can do this. You can Actually, the class was stress management. And she was saying, you can try this and you try that. Well, you know, Cherokee did get a little, he got a little upset because what you're saying is, you're saying, you know, before a vet, that, you know, some, some people can wean themselves off. But the majority of people out there who have mental illness, who have been through what they have been through, they they they're life longer. They're life longer. That means they're gonna have to be on those medic probably all the rest of their life to not see the the, the tragedy and the, pe- the 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 death that they saw. You know I mean, could you only imagine? Could you only imagine what those kids? Are? And I'm saying you got you know you know I represent for this as much as I can. Those kids coming home. Those two kids I saw out there sitting on that island over there. So they're still out there. They called me today too. Uh, we, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do something because. But I don't know what to do with the animals. <laughs> just there's just no place for the animals that, that I could think of. And you know, turkey ain't shot me anything yet. But like we're. I mean, other than the human, but they, but they don't. They don't want to get rid of their animals. You know, so I haven't thought of anything other than you know say I'll keep animals for you. But then it's like okay, you know I, I'm not supposed to have animals and and they probably can't afford to pay. You know, like a kennel. So it's like, but they love their animals, and so they're willing to do that. So I give them much step on that, because that's, that's kind of like, wow. You know, I mean, it's kind of a Steve Jobs kind of thing, you know, don't accept treatment. But the case is, you know, these kids are coming home. They they have they have seen things like Cherokee and like Richard out there. I know he's out there. They've seen things that have really blowed their minds. So, I mean, they're always going to get that. And they're always going to see that. You know, sometimes things play in my mind, like, you know, what happened in the past and traumatic things, it plays a part in your head. Now, with, as far as that Ambien CR, now somebody, somebody just told me, Jay, maybe you know too about this, that Ambien, there's some lawsuits. Well, see, I had been on the Ambien for years, but no one ever told me, yeah, right, that after a while, after a long, extensive time on it, it causes you to sleep cook, sleepwalk, sleep drive, <laughs> sleep, sleep, do things, <laughs> sleep. And you know, I was sleep cooking. I cooked two grilled cheese sandwiches and thought someone was in the house with me. I woke up. There were trails of American cheese slices from the refrigerator to the stove. And I seriously, I thought someone, it was me. And I had no recollection. So, yeah, there there are bad sides of taking medication. But you can't tell a person that they should not treat themselves. Or, but there's a good side that Pro, Prozac helped. It taught me how to better control my thoughts. Because the thought, you know what, the the first, what happens with anything when it comes to addiction or any type of mental illness, the first initial thought is denial, denial, for one, to fight it, to say it didn't exist. And, you know, with men, you know, you guys are, you know, you guys are tough, more tougher than girls. We're all feminine. You guys are tough and macho. You know, you're not going to admit that, you know, you got something going on in your head that you don't understand. And that's a hard thing to do, just like Brian would, Brian, Brian would say. He said, as far as men crying, you know, I, I raised my kids. I brought them up. 
And, and if the kids were here to tell you, as well as uh, Monique, she could tell you, I brought them up to believe that, hey, crying was a sign of weakness. You don't cry. No crying. You know what? That that right there was bred in them to be to be nuts themselves when they grow up. Because if you don't cry about if you don't ever let it out, if you don't ever release, you know what I mean? Sometimes when you cry, right, I mean, I, I think back then I thought people would view me as weak or they would, you know, run over me if they saw you crying or crying just didn't look, it, maybe it wasn't uh, sexy or maybe it wasn't, uh, you know, as independent enough for me, but... I was like, you don't cry, you don't cry. I don't know where I got it from, but I was teaching them wrong. So with that, I had to apologize to them, apologize to the world for even thinking that telling someone that or telling those little people that, it is it was a thing to do. Yes, it's all right to cry. And Brian would say, get the book for men, men who don't want to cry. There's a book called Men Who Cry in the Dark. You heard of that book, Jay? Mm-mm. Men that cry, oh, Men Silently Cry in the Dark. And oh, I, no, I never correct. heard of that. Yes, it's a book, and it's, and he said it's a good book, and I've heard from several people about it. I mean, because what way do you and what way do you tell a man it's okay to cry? Because see, I had that issue. I'm a girl, so just think what could possibly be in you guys' head, admitting that I got an illness or no, I can't. I don't like. I don't know where I'm at. I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. I mean, you know, women, we're we're we're, we're rallied to. Oh, I got this going on. I hit PMS, and oh my God, it's hot. You know, we're we're rallied to something, right? <laughs> you know, we're rallied. <laughs> but for men, you guys, it's hard for you guys, you know, to come it's out and say, so, huh? No, I said it's hard because in a, in our community, like where I'm at, you go out there looking soft, somebody will try to stab you up. Like, nigga, what's your problem? So <laughs> it's a tough thing. You have to have two faces. When I go out there, you know, I'm ready to kick fucking ass. I'm like, okay, what movement I can put on the first person look at me wrong. But when I come home, or go, you know, with my kids, you know, we hug and I can cry and I don't mind. But we're in a system where we can't go out there looking soft. So, no. But if we don't love ourselves, I know the the discussion was supposed to be strictly finance, but the biggest finance is yourself. The money, the dollar, the gold is nothing. The biggest finance is yourself. Now, if we don't have a parent around or, you know, parents died, the children aren't around, the system takes the house, the car, the movie, the song. If you love yourself, you can always come back. I mean, it's like movies, you know, Superman coming up from the dust. And I, I remember when I used to live in this one room, man, sharing it with somebody because all my investments failed. And I was like, damn, you know. And I was like, well, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Jay, man. I'm bouncing back. You got to feel it in your gut, man. They could come and take my little place right now and crush all the equipment, you know. As long as my <laughs> yeah, children okay. aren't hurt, if my children yeah. are fine, Oh man, I'm cool. Right, right, like, oh, right, right. Boom, boom. You can't give up. I, I don't want to keep saying it and sounding like corny, but it's really about people us believing in ourselves. Not that the system isn't messed up. We know it's a messed up system. It's been messed up for hundreds of years. But if we love ourselves, now how do you love yourself? That's what people have to do on their own. Figure it out. Well, what does that mean? You know, what do, am I not loving myself? If you need people to show you love, you don't need me or. A host, or I mean, you know, you don't need that. If you love yourself, then you say, "Whoa, damn, I love myself." Hey, people, open the window. You know, I love, I love myself. myself. You remember that movie? I'm mad as hell, and I'm not <laughs> going to take it anymore. Okay, you know, yeah. Standing yeah. in the subway, police are being, "What the hell is this nigga's problem?" I love myself. Serious. Oh yeah. man, I love myself so much. That's yeah. like you know. 
like, I love myself so much. Love that much now. Hold up. But that's a good point. That is a good point, people. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it. I kind of, I, I can relate. Uh, Cherokee, Cherokee, that's why Cherokee always represents, right? Cherokee about, you know, the healing circle because spiritual, spirit, spirituality, is 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 really important, and to get your spirit right. So, however, by whatever means it is, just like how I sing. Well, you know, Jay, Jay, you don't know how to sing, but I, I sing. When I sing, singing for me is spiritually freeing. The 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 better I sing, the better my spirit. When I'm at my best, when I'm singing at my best, is when my spirit is free. You know, I feel good. I can I can. It's like this. Uh, you know, when you're uptight, and I I think that stop crying thing that I was going through, don't cry with the kids, was because you know, it, it led me to hold in that cry, and I would I would the tears would, and I think it was it ended up being the very worst cry I've ever had too. Because it's one thing to cry out, but to cry, to be crying inside, but your face does not change any expression, but the tears yeah. keep falling. I think that was like the worst. That was more so the worst cries I ever had. And it hurt more so than just, uh, it didn't hurt, hurt physically. It hurt, it hurt. Emotionally. Yeah, it's like, it's like, my God, somebody give, give, give me a Band-Aid and put it. Put it on my heart because you really can't breathe, you know. Because when you're in that, this is what I remember. When I was going through that, I couldn't breathe. It was like I couldn't breathe, and I noticed when it, when when I sing, you have to sing from the inside of your stomach. Well, if you can't, that's where you get the straining, and that's where when you can't breathe in and breathe out. You know, I was I, I was trying. I was teaching a little bit earlier. It's like shout out to L because he he kind of taught me how to count. He taught me how to count and he taught me how to breathe. He said, when you breathe, he said, if you count and you breathe. So you got to keep reminding yourself. So I was trying to show a little bit today. Because, you know, she has a pretty voice. But then also, too, she does what I do. You know, her spirit's not feeling good. She's not feeling good. You know, so she can't sing at her best. But then when she's getting happy, which we learned that today, as we were joking and laughing and singing, you know, I mean, she started to sing. Because, you know, your spirit feels better. You can you can just take a deep breath. But when you can't breathe, it means like it feels like you're suffocating. Somebody has a pillow over your face. And it, it feels like the worst thing in the world. It's like, you know, let me out of here. You want to be out fighting. That's where you get uh, claustrophobic, you know. You you go through all those different things. But then it is freeing. It's freeing to be able to be, and what do I say? See, today I might not be financially prosperous like before, but I'm spiritually prosperous. So let me tell you this. I, I have my ups and downs. That's why I said last night I try to keep it 100. See, most mostly everybody knows. They, they say, oh, well, she's... I can be happy-go-lucky all the time, but I have to share with people when I go through it. Simply because, see, they might see me one day and they might know. They might insist my. See, there are people out here who can see and feel other people who have good hearts. Might not be every every one, or maybe one out of a million that you might run across, but they can look at you and they can see what's going on with you. You know, you can say all day that, oh well, I got it made. You know, I got this, I got that, I got this. But what those kids tell me, I had Iism. That was a blow up. Those kids told me I strictly had I-ism. <laughs> I said, what is I-ism? They said, Mommy, we lost everything. They told me, among, we lost everything because you had I-ism. And I said, I-ism? I said, what is I-ism? No, we're in the car. We're homeless, right? We're driving. We've been to two different states, 50 different places all over the world. And I got to know them. I got to know the little people that I was, you know, that I had been 
you know, they were 12, 13, 13, 14. You know, I didn't get, I didn't know them that well. But I got to know them those three years. And they said I had eyeism. They said you said everything that came out, everything you said, mommy, was I, 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 I made this. I'm I'm successful because I I I I and I was like like really like that I'm like yeah that's why God took everything away from you right I mean now you wouldn't agree with that Jay because you know you you know but that's what they said to me and then it's like wow I had to take a look and say dang yeah I did kind of have eyes you know well you know well, yeah but I said well I, I gave him this and I was like oh yeah it was like it was like you know you kind of get that you know like I, somebody asked me last night you're a control freak hell yeah I was a control freak. And my kids were out here testify. I controlled everything. I controlled the job. Now my 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 employees, the twenty two hundred plus, I always. Do. You must still on the phone. Yeah, you're there. Okay. Yeah, my 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 employees, they love me. Two hundred plus. I mean, employees that weren't even on my shift, they loved me. They were cool with me, because you know what? I never forgot where I came from. I always kept in my mind that I used to do what you do. You can never say, oh, well, well, I don't do that anymore. So I was always good with them. But when it came to the husband, you know what I mean? Well, he was a joke, really. But the kids, you know, it's like you have to get A's or A's or A's. Even now, you know, i got problems with getting anything less than a, a B. You know, back then, I, it was A's. All A's. Had to be, kids had to bring all A's. Could you imagine? I mean, I, and yeah, everything. That's that's, yeah, I was a perfectionist. That's another thing. Perfectionism. There ain't no such thing. Nobody's perfect. And if you think you are, you'll find out you'll go cuckoo with that too. Because when you find out that you got you have no control and, and how I found out I had no control over everything, you know what woke me told me I I didn't have control was when my mom laid there and she died. And as yeah. she was dying and I threw myself over her as my brother was cutting up and shout out to him. <laughs> he used to cut up we did kinda of cut up a little bit. You know, we showed I mean, come on, it's your mom but, but I had no control. When I fell on my knees all I could say was I couldn't do nothing. I can't. I I had the sense of I couldn't do nothing about this situation right here. I had no control, none, and there was nothing I could do. And so I learned from that too. And after that, it was just a roll of everything. I had to learn the hard way. And then now today, it's not about me. You know, I, I haven't made anything. I, I haven't made me. I I'm not the reason why I'm here. All of y'all are the reason I'm here. That's what I said last night. If not been for you guys. You know, being out there supporting and, and hanging in there and, you know, stalking and what you do to stay out here with me, you know, and telling me the good things you tell me and you encourage me. Because I, I feel that you guys are worth it, you know. Hey, and I love you guys, right? So the ones that, hey, I love everybody. You know, Cherokee said I give my, give my last dollar to, well, I give half of my last dollar. You know, because somebody did it for me. And you know, the thing when I think back to how good it felt for somebody to do something for you that didn't, don't know you really, just want to help, you know, just not want to just uh, get rid of you or be gone with you, but help you, you know. And I said, well, dang, you know, somebody did it for me, so you know, what's yeah, wrong? Playing this forward, that's very good. Yeah, you know, it, it's a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. Can I that's give a tip that people might be able to use for a second, also? That I find very helpful. Like, whether you're thinking of finance from a financial perspective or just the finance of the brain, when things get really tough, smile. I do that. Like, I go in the bathroom and I go in a corner and I just smile. Like, I compete in martial arts competitions sometimes and I get knocked with fuck in my head and I'm like, damn, that hurts. Just smile. And what you find is 
Seriously, it is contagious. Unless you're really depressed, even then sometimes it works. You just smile, you know, just like, yeah. And even if it's a fake smile at first, it, I know you'll find yourself chuckling sometimes, like the worst things going on, and you just like, <laughs> people are like, what's wrong with this thing? He over there, we hitting him upside the head. He's about to lose the competition, and he's smiling. And you bounce back. It's all about emotions also. The emotions trigger in us physical manifestations. Things happen. So you just smile. And a lot of people are going through drama. The economy is terrible. You know, and we're talking about finance. You want to cash a big check? Smile. And when it gets tough, smile more. And I'm not talking somebody coming to rob you, maybe. Maybe you got to be like, yo, what you trying to do? But generally, if you're feeling down, smile. Smile, like that Michael Jackson song says. And we can reach the mountaintop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're crazy. Let's represent for what time it is, Jonetti. Hold on, you guys. Let's see what time it is. I'll call it out. And I, just a, I got I got a monkey on that one. I get on back to that one. So it is now it is now 11:44 p.m. You're live here with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. It's Jay Cherokee, uh, Todd. He's out there. Uh, we're hanging out here. We're talking about um, actually a lot of everything. Trying to have some financial. Uh, financial, wouldn't say financial freedom because that's going to be a minute before we get that. But have some financial bat- ground, some ground rules, some some ideas, networking, some ideas. But then we we all come back to, and I think that's what everything we come back to us, you know, because you really have to be happy within yourself. You know, you ha- you do have to. But you know what I get now? I'm, sometimes I will smile to myself, but what I get is that person that say. Hey, smile. <laughs> you know, someone who will stop me and say, I guess I'm looking, you know, I get that a lot. And then it's like, oh, it's like, okay. <laughs> like, cause I must have been looking real serious. You know, the things that go through your mind, you know, you're worrying about bills, this, that, this, that. You know, in your man, you know, when you start to worry. Hey, you know, your mind is scary. And you, oh, it's mine? <laughs> yeah. hey, my mind. What do you think your face gets scary? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she gives a look sometimes. I don't know where the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah, she does. When she starts rolling them eyes, boy, oh, man. <laughs> okay, you guys. We all can sing together, but we can't talk together. Now, now, well, now what did you say about me, niggas? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, let me see. That was just kidding. Uh, I think we got another call out here. Let's go ahead and check in with it and see what it is. I think I know who it might be. Let's see. What is it that you guys said? I think here comes trouble. <laughs> what is it? Sure, he says, hold on. Hello. Hi, this is Gina's Groove Theory. You got a lot of feedback in that background. Who's out there? Oh, sorry, it's me, little Hi, Tazzy. Hi. How you doing? I'm blessed and impressed. Tell everybody who you are. Huh? Tell everybody who you are. Um, I'm uh, my name's LaPortia. I'm uh, Gina's cousin. LaPortia, oh my goodness, not Coco. Oh, welcome, LaPortia. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. Is that you a little bit? Yes. Hey, you're good, you're good. Oh, my goodness. It's about to get set off right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, you're on the radio, yeah. my God. Are I you can't wait. 
Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Cherokee was just mentioning when when your cousin gives her serious looks on her face. What do you think about that? <laughs> what? That was a blow up. Oh. Did you just blow me up? Did you just blow me up? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get you, Jay. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you, Cherokee. I'm gonna get you and I see you out there. It's another caller. All of a sudden I see another question mark. Up, there's a there's another there's another caller out there with a question mark as soon as you guys started that this particular conversation. Oh yeah. I see ya. Yeah, we're coming for you. Uh, but you guys can't get nothing. You guys can't get nothing. What did you say, baby? They're trying to team up on you. You're blow up. Oh, you guys are a blow up. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get you. Okay, we're gonna go touch this one right here. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? This is not. This is not. Get on Gina's groove theory. I'm sweet and nice and hi. Hold on, let's see who this is. <laughs> That's that. Hello, this is Gina. Who is this? <laughs> How you doing, Gina? I want to apologize for the inadvertent of uh, the text and the Um, However, case, I'm kind of dealing with that right now. It's, it's highly volatile, you know, but however, um, as you can see, that they keep beating me. Um, but you know, um, I'm handling that. I'm handling that shit. Oh. Hey, 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 Porsche, Porsche. Uh, uh Todd, uh, Jay, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, Todd. You know what you need to do. You need to breathe. You know. You need to breathe. You need to breathe, Todd. Just breathe. Just breathe. What happened? What's up? Yeah. Uh, he's he's having a moment. Uh, he's going through it possibly. Um. Anybody out there? Um, he had he has death in his family. So with that, with that, he's he's dealing with it, and you're doing pretty good. I oh, think. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other person don't even fucking know. What? What if? That again. Yeah, and still, that other person keeps boggling me. You know. And she don't understand that I don't want to deal with that bullshit, you know. So, yeah, uh, so, so in other words, you're going to uh, someone who's uh, okay. You know what? Okay, so you're going to someone who is uh, the same, the uh, same person. You mean on the radio now, or in your personal yeah, life? In his personal life. Personal life. Oh, okay. Jay, Jay. This is my personal life right here. This Jay. is my personal Say it again, Todd. This, this is your is personal, personal life. life. Okay. Yeah. What you mean, being on this radio station, you mean? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Stalking. this is my personal yeah. life because he I put my, my heart out online for a lot of people. He's a, he is a oh, stalker. I just haven't caught the cops. Uh, I I know you're stalking. You know we. I just don't call it, you know stalker laws out here in California are strict. But he stalks me every show, every show. I was I was too not to cut you off, but I was two yes. seconds from going and doing something I need to do. 
Well, you better shake it off. Look, yeah. look, look. You we don't have do that, time. Guy? What did you say? Hey, you talk to. Why would you want to do that without calling someone? Elder. To talk what? Elder. I can't yeah, talk to it. I can't you. talk to it. I can't talk to it. I can't talk to it no more. Mm. It runs over me. It runs over me. You know. I don't like that. Because you allow it. I know your strength. I know your courage. You allow it. Don't allow it. Please. Okay? You allow it. Do not allow it. Tell him, Cherokee. Jay? Yes. Okay, you got... Look, look, come on. This is is on you guys. This is on you guys. This is on you guys. When... I need to understand what is he what is he okay, saying okay, about he's thinking about. He for one for one he's going he's, through it because he's thinking about it's, going and doing something that he thinks that ain't necessary. It's a he's female that's giving him trouble too. Oh okay. go- Yes, but see okay, remember okay. Portia is Portia still out there? Let's see. Okay, Portia, look. Okay. There's two girls. There's two girls. Okay, it's two girls. All right, and you're good too. Whenever you're not talking, push that. I like that. She pushed that mute button, and that goes for everybody, you guys. When you guys are not talking and you got the air going on in the background, just just push your mute button until you talk. Yeah. But yeah, this is on you guys because when it was just me and you six guys, you guys, you guys, it was it was it was your party. It was your party. So I, you guys, I got a question for him. Sorry, Jim. I got a question for him. What's his name? I think he's Hot. Hit that mute. Hit that mute, baby. Is he there? Ty? I got you, girl. Todd, you there? Yeah, he's there. Todd? Maybe he's just not talking right now. No, maybe we might have lost him. I got a question for you, Jay. Yeah, man. You know, you're a brilliant man. I I love your brain. I love your, your, your wisdom and shit, but... I know there's shit going on out there where you say that you are and you were a lot of hope, high-profile people and shit, but you got to talk to somebody, too. You can't just keep um, taking care of everybody else. You got to have some care, too. So I would like to really give you a number for a, 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 a healer that I know of. That's Johnny. We call him Johnny Caspio, our Native American drummer. And, uh, I, I, I really look at him as being a spiritual healer, so I want to get your number from Gina at some point and, and give you his number because you got to have somebody to talk to at some point, too. We don't want to lose yes. you, brother. I appreciate that, brother, and definitely. Oh, yeah, because you know what? Yeah, that's that's real. That's real because, you know what, when you do, I mean, when you really, like I told you, I had the control thing and I was perfectionism and the guy was messing with me on the job and he finally just blow up. I mean, when you get to the point to where yeah, it, it it is, it's better, and that's to everybody out there, it's better for you to catch it before you do that. If you feel like it's getting too over, you know what? It happened to me the past two weeks, three weeks. I'm telling you, I was getting overwhelmed. I was mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, and I was there. I'm a witness. Yes. Witness and, me. witness and a attribute. <laughs> okay, that's what we're talking about. Witness and, and. Uh, so, um, basically. Everybody, it was. It, it's just sometimes you just feel like the weight is on your shoulders. I don't yeah. know how Cher- Cherokee has done it so many all these years. He's done it longer than all of us. But the, the weight of everything is on your back, and then you like you're trying to do 
things for everybody. And then you have those out there who are calling you, texting you on the phone right now, asking you, uh, what are you doing? Can you text me? Now, come on, people. I'm on I'm on air. Why is that? <laughs> things like yeah, that. Yeah, now, yeah, I'm not yeah, that mad yeah, about it. What? Yeah, the, what, what, you know, that is, I mean, uh, a hard blow. You know, I remember... You know, when my sister-in-law was killed, oh, man, um, I got it. I got it from here. I got it from here. You know, my okay. sister-in-law, she had 10 children, right? And um, uh, she was crushed by a car. And so I got the call, and I said, so my mom said, yo, Guess what? Somebody died. I said, oh, man. So I said, Mom, don't tell me now. Let me sit down and let me think. So I said, okay, could be my dad, could be my brother. Okay, man. I didn't think of my sister-in-law. And so she calls me back. She says, it's Sandra. And I'm like, Sandra? Because what happened was she was messing with the car. One of the kids wouldn't come in the car. She opened the door, but she didn't turn off the car. And her foot was on the brake. A foot slipped off the brake, crushed her in front of her children. Oh. Oh, not all ten, you know. So, so that is such, oh, man, serious blow. My brother, he just lost He still hasn't recuperated. But I thought to myself, I said, now, what would Sandra want, you know? She knew what she, she wanted my brother to do. She knew what she wanted me to do. I said, does she want us to, you know, give up or get stressed? And so a lot of times in life, once we go through this type of experience, it either makes us or breaks us. It actually broke my brother. He is just, you know, a wreck. A lot of drama going on around him. But then for me, I said, man, you know, it's still a sad thing to think about because it wasn't too long ago. But we can make it fuel or we can let it take us lower. And so that's where coming back and bouncing back, like once I get over a little upset moment, you know, I'm not saying I'm special. We can all do that. We can't let this drama drive us down. And it's worse when you have other things going on. Okay, here's a bill. Boom. Here's another bill. Boom. Here's the cops. Boom. Here's this friend got locked up. Boom. Here's this friend got sick. Boom. Here's somebody dead. I was, oh, man, when does it stop? You know, they're like dealing us all with bad hands. Hey, this is the wrong casino. Y'all got to get me out of here, you know? <laughs> hey, nobody told me this was a setup, you know? But, it's a um, sham. You gotta just bonk, bonk. It's a scam. It's like, wait a minute. Uh, hey, it's, hey, you guys, you know. look. Hey, you guys, you guys, okay, I totally lost track of time. We're down to 30 seconds, actually. We should get this third hour. It should roll into uh, 12 o'clock. I'm going to go ahead and play that extra out. You guys stay logged on. And when we come back from the song, we'll be back on live. Hold on. Much love. August 3rd, 2012. Keep the tissues handy, people. Let's do this. All the ladies, if you feel me, help me sing it out. My name is y'all. This here is the remix. Really, I need to dream of one day having. 
nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all. Your love makes me go ten feet tall. Without it, I go through a straw. Cause nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing with you, nothing with you, 
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 12.09 in the a.m. We It's what, August 4th, 2012, representing here in Long Beach. Uh, you're out here with Jay, Cherokee, and uh, we have a little bit out there representing for uh, other people out there, her, her community, our community, best community. I've ran into them quite a long time. We're going to learn some things from them. Let's say hello to everybody. Hello. Are you there? Okay, hold on. Hello, are you there? Hello. Hi. Oh, there's Shay. Hello, are you there? Cherokee, I'm you there. out there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, so we got that. Somebody, somebody check one, broke in my apartment, two. man. What? Somebody broke in my apartment, climbed to the 21st floor, hit me over the head with a chicken bone, and took my phone, and we're talking on the phone. <laughs> are you? <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> that wasn't me. Y'all gonna have the Italian mafia put me out. Hey, yo, my brother, what is happening? You're a bit softer than we thought. Hey, come over here. Lay like your I, head on my shoulder. <laughs> like I said, sometimes we do things, but we gotta do them. Hold on, let's check it in with little mama. Little bit. Hi, little bit, you out there? Little bit, a little late. A little, little. Okay. She's out there somewhere. Represent, girl. Oh, there she is. There she is. She's a blast. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. Okay. You still out there. Got all that feedback in. You got that yeah, feedback I, in there. I mean, that's why I had on mute. Me and David, we out here representing for you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I said, oh, did you get that shout-out for you and Dominique? Because I see Sweetie Face. She out there, she out and about. Yeah. She's just, she just listening in. She always does. She always listens in. Hey, you guys. Uh, uh, oh, what? Oh, hey. Hi. Hello. Hello, beautiful. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. And you? Just waking up. <laughs> That's you can't happen. Happen. Oh, that must be, it must be nice to take a nap. I don't know. Yeah, it sure is. I don't get that much sleep, you know me. How's my people out there? How they doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I can't complain. You know, I might be living on the bridge, but I'm living. <laughs> you got yeah. you know what? You got a great spirit, and I mean, for for if, if it means anything to you, uh, you're 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 happy, you're helpful, and you never would know you were, you live under the bridge. So I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed it. If I met you, I wouldn't have thought. What? Oh, a whole lot of people don't know, but it's all good. Look, look, I was telling yeah. Cherokee. I was telling Cherokee about the uh, the, the people out there that have uh, been out there 30 and 40 years. Uh, I'm quite sure he probably knows who they are, but I, yeah. I had never I had never knew that. I mean, as long as I've been out there working, I didn't know 30, 40 years. Like a yeah. hell of a long time. I got one out here been out here 30 years. I got one out here been out here eight years. There's a whole lot of them. Um, David, 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 can you hear me? Wait, you got, are you, can you hear me? I can't, 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 I can't,
Add some to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My question is, where are what part? Where, where are they? Where were the ones that live have been there? Because I've, I mean, I've I've hit that that canal. I've been all along. I mean, where where are they hiding? Right here. You got one right down. It's right down from me. Old lady, about fifty-five years old, been out of thirty years. Her is name she, is Mama. Her name is Mama Joe. Cherokee might know her, but Mama Joe is she in one of the tents? The Cherokee Lord. Is she in the tent? Does she have a tent and and all that? No. Does she have a tent? Yes. Okay, so she's she in one of the. Go ahead. Well, in fact, she's in the in the uh, blue tent down the street from me. Okay. Well, um, did she did she get a consent? Did she sign a consent? Her. She's yes. real. No, she's oh, real. She uh-uh. oh. yeah. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I have a question. Would she talk um, if her face were not on camera? Uh-uh. That's she, don't have, she don't like cameras. She don't like people probably too much. So I'm good. That's one thing you taught me. I know when and when not. I'm good. You, didn't, you ain't going to say nothing else. I'll wait till we're not driving through there. <laughs> That's like, right. Oh, that's Gina. I'll wait. No, I mean, because I already know. When people, I mean, pe- people don't want to talk, it, 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 it takes Cherokee years to get to get close to people. It takes them years. So, I mean, I know this. It, it takes okay. him years. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It takes years. Hey, Gina, is your yeah. other guest on whose friend died also? Uh, Todd, uh, I, I, oh, he's gone. Why do you I said, well, yeah, he's gone. Hold on, let's see if I, uh, I can hear the kids better. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Uh, uh, you know what? But we can call. No, I can't even call him now. I can call mm. him from my house phone. I'll call him and check on him. So. Yeah, make so, sure he's okay because, you know, as we're discussing some of these topics, we don't want one of the people to, you know, end up in a predicament. Hey, you. Uh-oh. Hey, you guys, can you hear me? Okay, you guys. Yeah, okay, you guys, touch me, touch me if you guys want to talk or. We hear you. We hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your feedback is is like real heavy. So you, you guys, when you guys aren't talking, when you guys aren't talking, just push the mute button, and then so you guys can just yeah, that's good. Okay. Now, um, let me uh let me touch on Todd and see, uh Cherokee uh, well, well I don't know. I'll touch him and see if he's doing okay. Oh, no, no. Cherokee's out there also, right? Yeah. He's out there. Oh. So what are you thinking, Cherokee? Uh, you know, a person in the healing circle meeting, but he, he puts a lot of things on himself. And, and um, you know, I love the brother, and, and I know that he knows who to talk to if there's a problem. I know that he knows who to talk to. Okay. And he's... um. He's got a lot of angry issues he's been going through for years. He's getting a lot better. He's getting uh-huh. a lot better. But um, okay. he still has he still has some issues because sometimes he says things to people and he apologizes to me because he considers me his elder, you know. And, mm-hmm. and 
I know and I love the brother, so I, I will make sure that I keep in touch with him to to um keep him close knitted to the family. And Okay. You know, we really appreciate this radio station. This is a beautiful thing. Yeah. All connected. Yes, definitely. Do you think sometimes that anger issues are actually valid issues that people are angry about? Sometimes they are, but sometimes you know, I carried mine for years. You know, I, I carried mine for years, and there was no one to be angry at anymore. They were, they were, they were gone. They were past issues. And uh, Okay. You know, so sometimes there's things that we hold on to. Sometimes whatever we need to hold on to to keep on to life, whatever keeps us going, Sometimes that's, that's what we have to hold on to, whether it's grief or anger or frustration. Or, you know, just go through so much. And and uh, we live long enough and, and, and we get enough wisdom and we can overcome those things. And, and uh, that's some of the things we, we just have to deal with in life. And we get enough good, close people around us that we can trust, we get, we, we get past those things. Do you think that okay. sometimes holding on to stuff is good, meaning an experience as opposed to suppressing it? Or, you know, what is your big thinking on, on that? Well, sometimes we just don't know. We do. That's all we got to hold on to. That's all we have to hold on to is whatever that frustration is, whatever that anger is, that it keeps, I hate this son of a bitch so fucking much, and that keeps you going, you know, that's it. And uh, finally that starts to subside, you need to look for something else. It might be a little bit of joy. It might be a little bit of peace. It might be some friendship with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just checked him. I just talked to him. He, uh, he's on his way to uh, the store, and uh, uh, there's an ambulance going behind. I lost him, you know, the iPhone, but he, he sound, his voice was good. And, uh, Who's that, Todd? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Okay. And he he said he's going to the store to go get him something, and uh, you know he's on ninth and something. He said, um, uh, it's like you know, it's, you know, it's like gosh, it's like a, you know, just I think you know, I think what kind of made me get through uh, the whole thing about civil because it kind of messed with me. <laughs> you guys, mm-hmm. you guys didn't know, but it, it did mess with me because I, I just couldn't help but think, uh, like you know, because she, you know, what she had mental illness too, and. And, you know, now I think back to when we were young, she had mental issues, you know, and it's like, you know, uh, she had that, and I think when she got to be, like, older, she did, she, you know, dibbled and dabbled with a little bit of drugs and stuff, and uh, but she was a nice, she was a sweet person. It's like, you know, she was too sweet for something like that to happen to her. So I took, I, it kind of bothered me, you know, it bothered me, and then, you know, then I, then I had, you know, I, I had, you know, folks asking me, you know, you know, did I, did I call over and that? Uh, I didn't even know what to say. I mean, I, I felt so. I felt like, why? You know, but I knew it was going to be her. Just like, just like you, just like it. I think it was Todd that said. Um, it was kind of like somebody said. Somebody, I got the text that it was like it was kind of like a somebody, somebody is somebody in the family. It was kind of broad like, like that. But then I knew. I'd have to. I have to go back and do my phone, but. It was just that thing where you know it's like somebody was dead and and I needed to call. I needed to call, you know. Yeah. And it was like wow. And then I knew it was, I knew it was her. You know, I just I just had out of all the because Kim has a lot of cousins and millions of them. 
But it's like I just knew it had to be her, and, and it was her. And, and it's like, wow, who, how, how, how is, how could someone do that? And I mean, because she was, overall, she was nice and she was quiet, and I mean, she never hurt anybody. And you know, it's like, wow. Yeah. So I just had to kind of tell myself, you know, I had to start. Th- I had to start thinking about this radio station, and I started thinking about, okay, well, and that's why I did the show. That's why I did women, women and violence. Deadly yeah. Cocktail. That's why I did that show. And all I could do was, you know, think that is to start to tell, to let other others know. You know, I mean, I, I really couldn't call Kim and say anything to her because I really didn't know what to say. And I didn't want to be, I think, in that kind of situation. You don't want to be like, well, what happened? And You know what I'm saying? I mean, all, all you need to know is that she was beaten, raped, and killed. So all, all you need By to the know. Way, and, what Kim have to do with the situation? Oh, we were talking about death. Oh, well, that's her cousin. The death oh, no, I, I didn't know. Oh, okay. The death, oh, you didn't know, did you, Jay? No, I knew about the death, but I didn't know how Kim related. Cause you just, okay, I got yeah. you now. Right. It's her, yeah, it's her cousin. And so I couldn't, call, you know, I couldn't call her and say anything to her because, you know, I mean, me and Sybil were close anyways. But I haven't seen her in years, but it's, it's like more so than I start thinking, like, she had mental illness and then the struggle she must have went through. And it's like, where she must have been at that last moment, and I didn't want to call and say, ask anything. You know, it's just it's just rude, and it's uh, it's tacky. So I, I I couldn't say anything. But what I did, I just I sat there and I said, well, you know what? I need to let women know because this kind of thing happens. You know, I, I remember, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm domestic violence as well. You know, I was in my home. You know, I mean, I'm blessed. I'm lucky. You know, you understand. So it's like a. You know, we need to be more aware of our surroundings, women, you know, not the bubble-headedness. You know, like Dominique says, Mom, you act like a blonde. Cut out the blondness when you're out by yourself. And, you know, you got to pay attention to your surroundings. you gotta, you got to look sometimes in the people's faces to see what they, you know, see what maybe they're thinking. You you understand what I mean? I mean, cause mm-hmm. what happened to me, the situation that happened to me, if I really would have paid attention, if I really would have looked in, I mean, I'm just lucky that, you know, I'm alive because of that, but cases if I really would have paid attention and, you know, instead of being flighty, and like I said, you know, flighty, my mom would say flighty. It's like, it's not like fickle, but it's flighty. It's, you just, you know, you're, not, you're oblivious. You're oblivious, you know, and then, yeah. and then it happens to you. And it's like, and then I felt, I felt like, oh, how could that happen to me? I am 40. Like, wow, you know, it's a bad feeling. It's a crushing feeling, you know, too, with that. And then just to think of like how, what she must have went through. And it's like, okay, I need to tell these ladies out here, you know, these dates, these, uh, you know, you got date rape, you got all kind of stuff going on out here, right? And, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Cherokee said, he said, it doesn't matter what you wear and all that because no man should ever do anything to you. But also, we need to be able, we need to know, you know, we as women and young women too, especially, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be, you know, I mean, even traveling groups, traveling groups, yeah. you know what I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you know, don't go to, you know, dark places. You know, really, like I tell the girls, like I tell, I tell a little bit, and all, a little bit, she be, she she been in the house. All, she just in love with her. She just been in the house. Like I tell the other one, Stephanie, what you doing outside past 10 o'clock? <laughs> you know, ladies will be outside past 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing going on at 10 o'clock at night other than some dope deals, prostitution, buying or selling wares. You know, I mean, come on, on foot? Now, if you're out there and you're driving, that's one thing. But if you're on foot, you know, uh, by yourself, it's like there's a lot of crazy people out here, and they want they want to see you dead. I mean, they 
That grim, that grim reaper guy still have a what? How many hundreds of ladies on that piece that they haven't found yet? And he's he's slowly confessing to that. Hundreds of ladies, you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of black ladies too. Nah. I didn't see any. I didn't see them, but black ladies. He had a problem. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what his issue was, but whatever his issue was, you, a, a black woman should be a, should be a, should be careful. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're out there doing Not just anything, the women, the girls too, young girls too. Yes. All female. I had a young student of mine um, buried alive and killed. You know, and so it's from you know young to old. The women have to be very careful. Not that the brothers don't have stuff on us. We got our own stuff, but there are predators out there, you know, targeting our, our girls. I did a martial arts class with my daughter today, and she was so funny, just lighting up the moment. I'm, you know, I'm messing with her, just holding her and politely going for her neck and, you know, safely, but showing her what people will try, and she's just punching my feet. Dad, Daddy, you know. I'm like, no, you're not hurting me. You better hit harder. So she's, like, coming in slow motion, you know. But she's getting the feel, so another about 10 years, she might be ready for the streets, you know, when she's like 90. <laughs> we got a teacher. You know you know what? That That's really cute. That was cute. I, I got tired on, on the house phone. He's the very first that I will have I have on the phone while I'm on the radio, because you know I don't do this. But, um, uh, no, just uh, monitoring. Um that's cute. How old is your baby? How's your daughter? She just turned ten. But she's like a little. She's like how you said your kids said you are a little Barbie doll. But you know, homeschooling, protected. You know, travels a certain way. She don't know about the bills, but she thinks we got like fifty-nine billion dollars and trying to spend. You know, the rent money. So she's like a little preppy. I'm like, girl, we're in the hood. You don't walk like, hi, hi. You know, she's like just out of touch. She got no street flavor, zero. So I'm trying to roughen up her edges a bit so she can go out there and represent. But I, right now we send her with her big brother, you know. He's got a little, a little flavor. But we got to teach our girls how to protect themselves, not only physically but the psychological strategies, you know. It doesn't have to be a fist thing or, you know, you scan the area, see what's going on. You know, you don't look too innocent. But then again, you don't want to look like you're about to fight because then somebody might be like, what you looking at? Yeah, we got to teach them. Yeah, when you get down when you when you get down here, when you come down here, you're gonna have to teach us all. <laughs> Dominate. Oh yeah, yeah. Us Cherokee us too, because I know Cherokee was in the military, so you know, Cherokee, you still have some of those skills. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can have a party, man. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, we can. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing my ninja gear. My ninja <laughs> I can't wait. Are you gonna teach me how? Are you going to teach me so good that I can turn around and kick your ass? Oh, yeah, that's the objective. That's uh, what I won't teach you. Right on. Be Cherokee, though. No, just me. No, you. yeah, because no. I'm going to No. no, he, no. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? That's enough. So I'll, I'll what do you mean that's enough? What did you say? <laughs> what, what, is, what is enough? <laughs> oh, that's that look is coming. That look enough. is coming. Hell, <laughs> I'm about to get that look. Yeah. I don't know if you sorry, I don't know if you mentioned this to them, I'm sorry, but it's important for women especially. There's a technique that you got to know, every woman, even guys that can't fight. And there's a way that you escape out of uh 
hand lock. You know when people put their hands on you and they grab your hand, right, or they grab both hands? That's one of the easiest things to get out of, but people just don't know what to do. And I'm not just talking about trying to knee someone in the groin, et cetera. The way you slip your hand, it's hard to explain without, you know, you seeing the visual, but imagine that my hands have come down on your hand and my thumb is grasping the other fingers, but at the bottom of your hand, right, what you do is you twist your hand so that the slimmest, boniest part of your hand can slip between the space between your thumb and the other fingers. And that's like a gate. It's impossible. I don't care if the dude is an Olympic champion, 500-pound bodybuilder. You're going to be able to slip right out of that. So that's a quick way to get away. So somebody comes up on you and they grab your hand like, yo, what's up, bitch? Right away, you twist your hand, try and get between those thumbs. I hope you're visualizing what I'm saying. I'm talking just like twist, like you're you know, turning a cocky. Get it between the thumb and the rest of the fingers. Slip it out. Now, of course, at the same time, you can try kneeing, et cetera, et cetera. But first, you've got to get the hands out. That's a critical thing because if they got your hands, you might need them, and they might keep holding on and then pull something else on you. So get the hands. Jericho, yep. you, you, you know what I mean, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, have I explained it okay? Good. Okay. Oh, so what is that? What is that called? <laughs> what is that called? Well, I, it was just taught to me as an escape maneuver. I didn't have my grandmaster teach me a specific name for it. I don't know, Cherokee, you've heard anyone give that a specific name? I just no, I haven't, actually. Maneuver. I'm just gonna, uh, Todd is on the phone right here. I got him on the speaker, and he's laughing. I don't know what he's laughing at, but at least he's oh, laughing. He's laughing. Okay. But, but no, I'm laughing at you, I though, Jay. Cause, Jay, I'm laughing at you because you're going to say, you'll be like, you're going to say, this is, you're describing what to do, but you're like, come here, bitch. You're nuts, okay? You you got a fucking problem. I think you, you need know, some medical. <laughs> you're yeah, nuts. Yeah, to make it, you know, fun. Come here, and, bitch. And enjoy it. You can tell he got a little ghetto in his ass. He, he a little thug. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, like, is he Asian? Like, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, he's not Asian, man. You do sound Asian. Oh, they thought I was like, Asian. Nihoma! Sheshe! You're fucking crazy. But really, seriously, that whole you're going to have to show us. You know, Dominique and Cortez are, I think they're purple, yellow belts. They're purple belts. Oh, okay. Yeah, Christian karate, Christian, you know the. Well, I don't really want to hit you or hurt you thing, you know. Oh you know. yeah, yeah. You, you know. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Go ahead and tell me what is it. Nine seven. Say it again. <laughs> what I say. Go ahead and tell us about it. What is it, <laughs> Jay? <laughs> so what Which is it? One? Christian karate. Come on, break it down to yeah, us. You flip, you flip, you flip the scriptures. You don't hurt anybody. You just say, wait a minute, my brother. Let me just turn to Ezekiel nine verse four. The Lord <laughs> said, you know, brother, like, what? Give me this money. Hold up, hold up, about money. Let's go to Revelation. Man, it's over. You just got to whoop ass. Whoop ass and then pray for Whoop ass. Me. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Forgive Lord. me. They know not. Oh, you're not. You know. Protect yourself. Yeah, protect yourself. But everybody's, everybody goes for the nuts, though. The nuts is not... You know what? I think the eye is... Most, I mean, the finger and the eye, I think, would work. <laughs> so, you know, just put your finger through his eye. Right? You gonna get? I mean, if he can't see your ass, then he can't get you. Two fingers. It's, you know, it's kind of like the Three Stooges thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, let him have it. 
Yeah. Well, I just want me a gun. I'm just going to get me a gun. Everybody says, you don't need a gun, but I think a gun is much better. I, I don't have to kick, jump, leap, do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, just pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good weapon, too. You know, when women have their keys, you put your keys between your fingers, like the two middle fingers, and then you hold it. So if you see someone coming along or it's late at night, and just in case, you get those keys, squeeze one key now, almost like, imagine you have four, you're a fist. Well, right in the middle of the two middle fingers, you squeeze that key just in case. And if you knock somebody with that, yeah. The ignition key. Yeah. Oh, the ignition key. Oh man. Oh, you so, so you hold it. You hold it between your two fingers. Between your well, which index. Ima- imagine. Imagine if you have a fist, right? Just where the thumb is reaching, the two middle fingers. You know, like if you want to say "fuck you" to someone, well, the finger next to that. I don't know the yeah. anatomical term. Somebody might know. But you squeeze the keys. I'm pointing it towards New York. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, now and, I got it. Like, and then you tighten up, just in case. Now, if it's somebody with teeth, you know, you you don't want to commit it. But if it isn't, then you let them have it. eyes, nose, up the nose, in the mouth, in the throat. You know. And you mean like the fist? Like you mean the fist up? Is it's it, almost it's, like a fist, but you have, imagine that there's a key in the middle there. Oh hell yeah, I got it. Okay, but that's all you had to say. Like if you have I, a ring on, only there's no ring sticking up. There's a key between those two middle fingers sticking right up. That ring. Yeah, nobody put a ring on it. Nobody put a ring on it. Yeah, put you know, put a key. ring on it, put a key on it. Okay, well, maybe a key, but uh, I don't got a ring on it. But no, seriously. Okay. Okay. No, just, <laughs> you're silly. Let's represent for what time it is. We have uh, flipped from different subject to different subject, but you guys, it's all informative. Um. It is now 12.35 a.m. It is August 4th already. My God, it's the fourth day of August. We've just gotten into this month. Uh, You're here with Gina's Groove Theory, Gina Speaking, Jay, Cherokee, and we have our faithful listeners out there and stalkers as well. Much love to you guys. We will be going to a powwow in Hawaiian Gardens on August 5th. That's a Sunday. From the village, 4.56 a.m. at 10 a.m. We will be meeting to go to a powwow. Okay, we want to send a shout-out. Uh, so that's Sunday at 10 p.m. at the Village. That's 456 Elm, Long yeah. Beach, California. Across the street from Albertsons and those stuck-up condos. Next to it's the Village. <laughs> All you have to do is say, where are, are my people? And they'll lead you right on over there. You know who I sound like? I sound like Richard. <laughs> Richard, uh, the vet. <laughs> you know the, the vet that was on here? You, uh, you yeah. notice it? Don't I sound like him? No, I picked up all his... <laughs> I picked up his spirit kind of too, cause he, ooh, he was hot about it. Cherokee, you didn't hear him out there. Ooh, he was. He oh, was I didn't. You think you a mad son? He cut up out of here. He just, man. He, but he spoke the truth. <laughs> he just yeah. told it like it was. <laughs> I had to tell everybody though, but we don't practice no hate or nothing like here. But he's mad. He's like, you know, you guys get on uh, and do something. <laughs> I know, Those but it makes points were valid though. I don't think he was about hate. I think he was just very... Oh, yeah. No, he, what about, he was just oh, mad. Yeah. I was yeah, sitting next yeah. to him. So, you right. know. Yeah. See, it was easy for you to say. You're like, what, 35,000 miles away, and I'm sitting next to I felt his spirit. It was like his spirit, it was like, you just move, because it kind of messed, because he was like, just get up, because he's mad. He's tired. He's living out there on yeah. that riverbed. They don't want to give him... I mean, he's fighting for... Like I said, he's fighting for something she's already been given to him. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why? Well, yeah. Why? 
I mean, he's what, 60, yeah. but he's 65, 70. Come on now. I yeah. mean, that's the that's years you want to be parlaying in a, a Key West or a retirement establishment. So, I mean, you want to be, but are we going to have that? It's all a joke, people. I mean, come on. There's nothing in the tilt. If I tell you one more time, ain't no money in that Federal Reserve. It's about IOUs with different countries' names on it. Mm. Nothing in there. So we need to become. That's the main thing. We need to be trying to get some money together because there ain't no. There's no backup. We're not FDIC covered, insured. We're not. I'm not. Oh, your your money's in the bank, so you think you're it, bullshit. Okay, <laughs> bullshit. There's no FDIC. FDIC. Hello. If the banks went bankrupt twice and Obama bailed them out twice, how do you come back from bankruptcy twice? If you didn't have no money the first time while you went bankrupt, if you go bankrupt again, that means you still didn't have no money. <laughs> to me, unless you got some money or you mean you didn't have no, no I money. Gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say that I believe in Obama. You know, I'm gonna vote for him again because uh, he's been a white man's world for like 200 years. How is he supposed to come in there on one term and turn everything around? Everything is like against him. All he can do is, is try to fight, but he's got to fight with the system. It's a tough system to, to overthrow. Overthrow? Uh, I think. That's you just think? my personal opinion. No, that's fine. No, Obama's fine. I'm saying that's what the DVD says. The bottom line is, okay, he can only do what he can do. I mean, right. he can't do it all. I mean, and he's limited. We all he's limited. I mean, he. I mean, really, really, he's not. Really, if a lot of it's not even in his hands. Right. We don't I mean, have. He only has. He only has a certain amount of. Here. Uh, uh, I think see. we give President Obama a lot of liberty, um, almost like with OJ, because you know it's hard for us to see someone in our shoes and not empathize with them. But I've seen Obama surround himself by Wall Street types. I see him have a bear summit now with a racist cop that was messing with one of his friends, and I see him support Israel. I see when there are rich people in hurricane zones, and he's, like, very into it, but I don't see him down with Africa and black people at all. I see him as a, repre- a black representative of a white system, but we had that during slavery, too. You had black slave masters. I think that he is not, he's disingenuous. I don't think he's sincerely for us. When I hear him talk, that's what he says. You know, the middle class and uh, da 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 da. I'm like, middle class? What about the poor people? What about the homeless people? What about people that have been lynched? What about hungry people? He doesn't, you know, he's articulate and he's smooth and I like his swagger and he's cool and can play ball and Clinton can blow sacks. But really, we need people to go in there and say, wait a minute, these black people are in jail. The brothers need jobs. We got homeless people. He's not standing up for us like he's standing up for Wall Street. He didn't give us a bailout. He gave them the money, and then he said, okay, you do what you want. He could have easily said, I'm not giving you jack, motherfucker. He's black. He knows the deal. You got to sign a contract to say 90% of this money is going to go to hire people. Tell it, tell it. What did they do? They went out and spent the money and bought up other companies, and then did that whole switch up on us about buying homes and, I mean, all kinds of scams. No, we got to be careful. we got to hold our leaders responsible. President Obama has something called an executive privilege. He can sign an executive order tomorrow that will make a lot of things right. You know what I mean? I, we, he, he's not I – mean, even though people – I think he's a better choice than the Republican candidate, 
at some point we're between a rock and a hard place. Like, okay, right. do I let them okay. hit me in the head? You know. That's a, that's okay because the bottom line is this, okay? If the, if it can be implicated, then it can be. The bottom line is okay. If he can't, if he, if he can't do more than what I think he can do, I think I think he's yeah he's the best choice. Why? Because he's black. No, I don't think that. I don't think any of that. I didn't vote for him. The bottom line is this. It, it doesn't. Mean, okay, well, we out. Okay, cracker cracker over. Look, I mean, I know I I was having a bowl of chili, but the case is this. I would prefer. To have me be or us be as opposed than anybody that's been there going along with the game. Anybody who's not, I mean, yeah, that bank bailout, that those loan modifications, he bailed them out of that fake loan modification shit. The yeah. bottom line is this: yeah. for what? I lost my home behind it. I understand. Yes, he, uh, hello, pop. Hello. Oh, you hello. say you lost your home behind that? Yes, I he did. lost his home. Oh man! Now, now there was a simple way he could have handled that. The money could have gone right to the people. Meaning, what are you going to get the bank and then the bank takes it? You could say, look, all of you that need it, I've got the money. As long as you pay something back every year, we're cool. Guess why? Because you're Americans, you're hardworking, and I know it's a bad economy. You know, that, that's the problem, oh, man. Crazy, right. man. Sorry to hear that. But how do we get people there? How do we get people there? Let's... Democratic, meaning that you can't even become, for instance, if one of you wanted to go for president, impossible, because there's a network that makes a choice, right? And then you've got to come up with so much money. Now, who knows better what people need than somebody that's either been poor or poor right now? Perfect. You don't need all the degrees. You could just say, oh, I know how to fix the homeless shelter. I know how to stop the wars. I know how to feed the children. The rich motherfuckers, you all been doing your shit for 400 years. You're going to keep doing it, so keep doing what you do. I'm here for the poor and the working class. Uh, so we're the majority. Uh, hello. Oh, t- oh yeah. Okay, so you, you're talking about what I told you about what's going on with Papa. And, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So you're just going to do the monkey-ass job, right? You do this monkey-ass job. See, <laughs> that's, why, that's why it's better that I not be working because... You do the monkey-ass job while I sit back and collect all the money and I spend it the way I want to spend it, and then I'm not going to help you out, and then I'm going to jump on your ass every time I get a chance just to tell you, you better do this, you better do that with this monkey job that you have. While you're trying to do good, he really don't give a damn. I mean, he just, you just better do that monkey job as I give it to you. He's not going to give you no help to make it easy on you. He's going to tell you, get volunteers. Like, that's a blow-up. And then you're going to come out your own pocket and pay for it while he's still fat-catting. With his five thousand, what do you call it? Future five hundred jobs? I mean, non-profit or whatever. Come on now. It's and a most sham. of the jobs are part time. There's no benefit. It's a sham. But see, I I felt like this. I I, I didn't want to shut down nobody because I, I who's going to help them? And that's right. They do more than anybody else. So you look at it like this. You say, well, they're the only ones that help people like they do. But damn, I mean, come on, they're helping but hurting. In a sense. Then when the person gets up and they and they make something of themselves, they, they don't give you no no. They don't say, look at this person. Yeah. They won't parade you. They parade themselves. You know, mm-hmm. We did this. We saved your life. We, we you met us. You met us. This oh, he didn't take us in there. Mr. Cherokee didn't take us in there. You would think that they all brought us in. Everybody that came in that place. Everybody that's in that place right now walked 
Cherokee, everybody. It's like, oh, you forget about who who got you in here. Come on, come on. And then that's the little duckies. And it's like, oh, I like to take the village. I like to take the Nobody says, nobody says it. Now I see. Nobody says, thank you, Cherokee, for bringing me in here. Because without him taking you off the streets, you wouldn't have got in there. Hello? And then you wouldn't have got no services because he wouldn't have spoke up for you. Hello, don't you know? Because he has to speak up for you for you to get something. Yeah, that's a real talk. But you never hear that. I've never heard that at not one ducky. I've never heard anyone say, thanks, Cherokee. It's like it's like it's like they've been programmed not to even remember who brought them in. It's like I like to say what they say what they what. It's like you know, it's bullshit. I'm sorry, but, but I had to yeah. say it. Come a lot on, of them probably think about it later. A lot of people sometimes so caught up on their own drama and you know they might even get the chance to say it, but years later, you know. That's, uh, so I think we do what we do. It would be nice if you know people recognize, but it's okay. We're trying to just raise them up, and you know, hopefully they can help their children and their grandchildren. And you know, yeah, once just, in a while you get a handshake, and it's fine. Or kick in the back of the neck, or something like that. But the case is, kick me in the back of the neck as long as I see you happy and you, you know uh-huh. you're living. I mean, you're not you're not out here on the streets, you know, all alone and you know uh, hiding under some bushes, and we gotta spot you out and somebody you know track to be there is you know there under there. No, none of that. You know, everybody should be yeah, able to walk around. Feel or all good. those people that brought in there from under the riverbeds and, and all, all of those. Pe- all of those people. All and of those. There's people. a lot of them that, that thank the duckies and they thank their team and blah blah blah. But they hug me every time they see me. So if there was a vote in Long Beach for me to get in the office someplace, I would have some votes today. You know what uh, I mean? Oh no, you didn't say that. Sure. How many? How long have I been telling you that? I Come know. on. I, I mean, look, you know what I told him? I said, you know what, you just need to just go on ahead and run for City Hall. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, who 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 has everybody in the whole, just about in the whole city, but in this whole city, I mean, everybody loves you. Everybody. And they knew you so, when you was bad, too. They knew you when you was a cut-up. Yeah. And they still say, when he, but he was always cherry. He don't even have, he never even used the alias, like some of us out yeah. here, ladies, ladies, we know, but, you know, the other his name was Cherokee though when he was bad, his name was Cherokee was good. Now they say they're happy to see him coming, but back in the day they used to be like, Oh, here comes Cherokee but now they're happy to see him. Yeah, 'cause he done robbed back in the day he used to rob him. <laughs> he used to let him have it back in the day when he came home. But I mean that's a good thing. You you I mean you, people see you from a different from a different side to a different side. You know what I mean? That's a good thing. You know, so yeah, okay, they do hug you and all that. Yeah, they hug you, but Cases, when are you going to get your recognition? And why now, when you should be getting your recognition, you're getting bullshit? Okay, I mean, and there... Cherokee, if you're not going to, well, if you are going to make a run for some office, you know, city council, I don't know if you all have city council, but we have city council, but if not, what do you think about supporting someone that everyone can support and say, look, that's the person right there we're going to support, we know ABCD, and let's go out and vote? Because, you know, in addition to us talking, there can be some additional solutions that come up, and it sounds like this might be one of them. I know this, and, and I do. You know, I, I support a couple people. I've only seen a couple here in Long Beach that really support it, you know. One's an Iranian guy that I've been knowing for years. You know, we used to go to a little club together and stuff and talk about how to change things here in Long Beach. And uh, I supported someone from the... Uh, Long Beach uh, City Council Association.
I was a member of that for a while. Okay. When they got in office, their shit really changed. They just really changed up. I believe in them for a moment because this shit. Oh, you, oh okay. He changed the once he got in office. You think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that happens. I, I can. Yes. But what about I know real people today. That I would, I would definitely stand behind. I would definitely get out and 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 stand up behind them. What, no, but would you yourself run for office? The public wants to know. We want to know. Inquiring minds. Oh, okay. Hey, you guys. Todd is here. Todd is here. You guys. I mean, Todd. myself. I'd, ha- I'd have to have my my my, my tribe behind me. You know. They're already I, behind you. What are you talking okay. about? Yeah. The you same tribe that I have behind me on street oh. outreach, people whom whom are whom are there, whom are whom are in, in, in the front lines, in the ditches and in the trenches. I'd have to have those people behind me. I don't have the kind of mind to talk that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, so, I, Kelsey, I would if, definitely do that. If someone I, got you know, if you spoke with someone there and got the rest of the team together, then you would be more than willing to Run for one of the executive offices in in the region. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So that's, that's well, there it is. Okay, well, oh, somebody get a pen. Oh, do we got a transcriber in here? Is there somebody? Yeah, got, <laughs> you heard you Cortez, Cortez is here. Todd is here. Hey, Cortez, witnesses. We're about to sign a treaty, man. Yeah, you got to sign a treaty. <laughs> we got the Cherokee Treaty right here on Gina. You know. On Gina's group theory tonight. Jerry yeah, you heard it first, right here, people. For... No, but it's good news, man, because we talk, and then once we keep talking, we can come up with some solutions, and that's one right there. Yeah. One Hello. Right there. He'll listen to you because you're a man. Tell him. Tell him. No, come on now. Don't don't say that. Don't. No, say no. That. Jay, Jay I, is influenced. No, I Jay know, is very influenced. He's a brilliant man. not just because he's a man. There's brilliant women yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, you know. So don't say that. Go ahead. Yes, sometimes, man. Men listen to men years, more than okay. Let's start on the relationship yes. part of this. The whole thing. Men listen to men better. Yes. Men listen to men better than they listen to women. Women listen to uh, nobody, huh? We yeah, we listen to yeah, we listen to women. Not, well, I guess no. kind of. But but no. But on the big picture, really though, this is sensational. I'm really excited because you know you're gonna uh, write up that, your speeches. Amazing. That's amazing. We need your support, so, Gina, though. So, what would the next step be, though, for for this for, to you know come to fruition? In addition to well, getting those names, yeah, he'd have to he'd have to be he'd have to be. You mean as far as Cherokee? What could yeah, we do with him, running, or what we're doing? Yeah, running for office. Well, I have to check that out. I mean, I, all I would all I would think is he could just walk in there and say, "I want to run for office." This is what I'm thinking. Or I'll okay. touch Stephen Neal. Or I'll touch Stephen Neal, and I'll, or I'll touch. I'll touch Mike Davis or Stephen Neal and ask what it is that he that we that he can do to become a council member. Yeah, I'll 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 do that. You okay. want me to touch him right now on, on my Facebook? I just I I'll know, just, maybe after the show. He'll answer but, me. He'll they're they yeah. answer anything that I ask. Okay. So do I'll you all on. think that councilman is the strategy or city? What do you think? I mean. Councilman, city council, I'm not sure how it breaks down there. In other words, do you go for the biggest prize or do you just work your way in small, get somebody in the door and help them to rise? What do you all think? I don't know because, you know, Mike Davis is an assemblyman. So I think he's he's an assemblyman out of L.A. And then Stephen Neal here in Long Beach is a council member. So I don't know what the difference is between the two. I think I think Mike Davis, assemblyman, is much more higher 
then yeah, uh, it is in New York also. Okay, mm-hmm. but but he's he's still in L.A. the 48th district, right? So a council member that kind of sounds like he's volunteering almost to me, but. I don't, I don't, I don't know because well, he has a lot of community stuff on. I think I'll, I'll just touch Stephen Neal because he's right here in Long Beach. He sits on that council. He was in City Hall that day, and he's my friend on Facebook. And you know, we're good. I'll, I'll talk to him and see what he'll tell me. I'm quite sure he'll tell me something. You know, I, yeah, well, unless because yeah. he seems to be a well. I look at his Facebook. You know, you got to kind of look at people's stuff, especially when it comes to politicians. I had to yeah. look and see what kind of community he has. A lot of community-based things out there on his. So he's a community mm-hmm. person, and he's a God person too, because he posts God things all the time. So I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, it's it, you know, you can tell pretty much he. But then, hey, he looks a little slick though, because didn't he look a little slick, Todd? No, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. But, but yeah, Todd, it was me. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but Todd. Charity, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm boosting. I would love man. that. Cherokee. Yeah. Don't get lost. Don't get lost. I'm not you lost. You have to do the writing, though, Jay. We need you to do the writing. Oh, yeah, I don't mind working on press releases and all that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's sensational. Yeah, because he types 80 words a minute, so you you know we got him. He's good. And he, he'll he send it all the way from New York. He, he Type it up and have it to you in a minute. <laughs> you know, and then next you, step, Cherokee, is the White House, man. <laughs> and we're going to turn it black. We're we're pre- it President black. Cherokee, what are we doing here? Well, <laughs> My fellow Americans, I'm serious, yo. It starts like, you know, small, and you never know what the future holds. So the big thing is to help your people in your community, and, you know, keep rolling if you want to keep rolling. Serious. There's a movement going on, man. I speak to people in Africa, just like most of you on Facebook, et cetera. People are tired being tired. I mean, on all levels, people are just tired. It's like these politicians talk, 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 celebrities talk, 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 but nothing changes. You know, so, yeah, man, good luck with that, and I'm going to do as much as I can to help that, you know, and congratulations. Just invite us to the White House. Absolutely. He ain't going to know us. Who are they? Who are they? He ain't going to know us. He'll be like, who is that? Get off my grass. He'll be like, who is that? Get off my grass. People are trying to... Never be on a radio show like President Cherokee, man. You remember back in the day? (laughs) Oh, look. Cortez said he wouldn't say that. Look, look, Cortez said he wouldn't say that. It'd be too many damn tits on his line, on the line as well. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. He said it'd be too many tits on the line of the White House. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tits, Papa. Tits. All the friends That's why, right, uh, That's why, right. and I'm going to get me a tin out. I'm going to get me a Barbie tin. I'm going to put one right out there, too. <laughs> no rent. No rente. No rente. Then maybe we can live like kings and queens and... Yeah, yeah. but remember when, when when the white people took America, they had this kind of meeting, you know, the way we're talking here, and they were talking like this, so, you know, these these Negroes are going to be the slaves, we're taking these native land, uh, what are we going to do about England? And they said, man, fuck England, they're taking all our money, they, they want some of our homes, fuck that. And so, they no, want to be our own country. Yeah, they want all their women, they want the bastards, they want the brothers. So, but what we're talking about is not an impossible vision. I'm telling you, it's not that, you know, out of touch. It's really more real now with the economy in such shambles that people will say, yeah, I believe that, brother, because he's down with us. He's been there. He's there all the time. This is exciting, y'all. Oh, man, I'm pacing around my, my place. I'm excited. You excited? Are you excited? Get excited. I'm ready. Woo, woo. You hear the slang. 
Well, sir, okay, I got to think of something. Let's think of something first. Let's talk about something, Charity. Hey, you guys, it is down to the last wire. We're about to be ending the show. It's three minutes to one o'clock. Unless they're going to give us another hour. No, not for all. Um, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, so I can so it won't cut us off. You guys send your shouts out. Oh, I'll send mine out first. I love everybody. Guys out there to Red see you tomorrow. Take care. Much love. August 3rd, 2012. What you guys got to say before we take off for this? This. I guess, Stay oh, strong, sorry, people. I, Don't give up. Don't give up the dream. And if you want to really be free, vote for Cherokee. Woo-hoo. Cherokee. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Can we bless Cherokee, what is that song they say? Cherokee's people. That's what they sing to them when we're ever anywhere. That's yeah, the white people sing that to them. Cherokee, today is August 4th. It's Saturday morning. We're going to be ending this. We can take this on three-way off the phone. I mean, off the blog talk. Much love to you guys. Thank you very much for supporting and being out here. We're going to be out here tomorrow night, right? We're going to be doing this yeah. again. And you guys think of a topic of subject that you guys want to discuss. Fun, funny, serious, whatever it is. I like the serious. So we get, yeah. Did you say what? And empowering. And empowering. Empowering and encouraging. And that brings love to other people and teaches us. So with that, you guys, I love you guys for being out here. Let's take it on to the regular phone. We can three-way. Love to everybody out there. This is Gina's Groove Theory ending. I'm going to take it out with the outro. You guys ready? All righty then. We're gone for this day. Much love, Cherokee. You want to say?